Project Kayfabe. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to episode 31 of Project Kayfabe, a wrestling and pop culture podcast. As always, I'm your boy. I'm your host, Joe. Thank you so much for always joining us on this journey. We have reached over a thousand plays on this podcast, and I'm so fucking happy. Thank you to everyone. Today is December 14th, 2020. Fuck you, 2020. But it's December 14th. Today is Monday, and you are getting a pop culture episode. On today's episode, I'm joined by my boy, Finn, and we're talking about all the fucking news Disney released on us. Disney just had their investor day where they were going to let all their investors know all the shit they got going on and how much money everyone's going to be fucking getting off of all this. They released so much Star Wars news, so much Marvel news. It's it's too much. Like they they're too nice to us with the amount of stuff we're going to be getting in the next couple of years. Like holy fuck. So my boy Finn and I we go in depth on that. We also talk about Mandalorian season 2 episode 7. The Believer, that was a just solid episode all around. We talk about what we loved and tell you about some of the cool things that Star Wars did to connect everything and all that good stuff. Very excited. So hopefully you enjoy what you're hearing today. Other than that, I just want to thank you so much. Like I said, we reached over a thousand plays. It's been crazy. It's been an amazing journey having this podcast. If you haven't listened already, go check out last Friday's one-shot episode where I break down and talk about just how it's been having a podcast. It's been over 100 days of Project Kayfabe, 31 episodes at this point, and two one-shots. It's just been crazy to do this and have you guys support us and be here with us, and I'm very excited. Um, as always, go check us out on our social media pages. We have a TikTok, which content will be coming soon. Just need to sit down and think heavily on it. Um, so we have TikTok, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. Those are our main ones. You can follow us at project underscore kayfabe to see all that good stuff we're going to be coming out with a discord soon and that one will actually be so for the people we have already in the community hopefully we get some involvement going on there some talking so trying to build one of those so you guys could have fun and talk with us so that'll be cool and um overall just thank you so much hope you enjoy this episode let's get into it All right, boys and girls. Yo, how you doing? We back again with the boy Finn. How you doing, Finn? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, you know, just living life. Just living life. Living life the best you can. The life of a bachelor. Am I right? Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Yes. I mean, not your brother. Ain't, it hasn't been a bachelor in a while. I could say it on the pod. I feel congrats to your brother. He'll probably yeah. never listen. But Thank you. If he ever one day's listened, he'll check this episode yeah. out. See, we said congrats to him getting engaged. Yep, yeah. big day. Very, very happy, but uh, it's take taking the big step, and especially in this shitty year. It's kind of it's kind of nice to have a you know something something sense. good happen once. Something good. I mean, hey, I mean your Giants aren't the worst in the world, right? Yeah, they lost They're not the worst team in the NFL. They lost again. You know, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting thing, but hey, I mean you're doing well in fantasy. I'm pretty sure you're gonna go on yeah, the playoffs yeah, 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 not, do not jinx me. me. Do not jinx me. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking I, sh- I should have already won by now, but was, I don't want to be jinxed. Don't want to be. I got you. I, I, I ain't fucking going anywhere. My fucking Falcon screwed me over. Fuck Matt Ryan. Yeah. Fuck Hunter Hurst. Fuck all these people. Anywho, 
Um, so, big fucking week. Well, the last week, it's been a big fucking week in terms of movies, TV shows, and all that fucking goodness that we like to talk about. Um, before we go into the one of the biggest things, I guess Disney, because Disney did some fucking shit. I guess that was for, like, what was the reason behind it? Was it for their investors? It was like was an like investor an day, right? Investor, like, board-type meeting. I, I don't know. I guess to tell so- their... St- their st- stockholders and all yeah. that shit look at all the shit we got planned your money is gonna go great with all this shit because we're gonna make so much fucking money and i'm pretty sure everything on there is gonna make some type of money some crazy money De- i mean definitely all the movies and then i mean now it's just like this last year we've mentioned it before disney plus hasn't really done much besides mando and a few other things but in these la- just next year alone, but two, three, it's going to be fucking packed with brand new original content that is going to get, like, it already has so many subscribers now throughout the world. It's going to be absolutely ridiculous in three years from now. It might over, or at least come close to Netflix, possibly overtake it. Possibly. I mean, shit, with the amount of, like, the, the stuff that they're doing for, like, you know, the different type of fandoms, like the Star Wars fandom, the fucking Marvels and all that shit... I mean, they heard us talking crap about them not really doing much, which is mm-hmm. fucking true. They've only had, like, the one series every fucking year that makes it going. It's just been The Mandalorian and the small things they add on there. But now this is going to be fucking big. Uh, before we touch on that, something that's, like, kind of... It's in the Disney realm, but also, guess, Sony, too. I mean, like, the Spider-Man shit. That was something that was, like, said this mm-hmm. week. And then, like, still big as fuck, but also kind of in a way, like... I don't know if it's getting overshadowed or kind of just getting blended in with all the news we've been getting, but fucking Spider-Man 3 is going to be like every Spider-Man in the fucking world. Uh, no, you're right. It honestly has been overshadowed, really. Like, I think, and apparently it's still rumors, but it's more and more looking like all three Spider-Men are going to be in this movie in, in some, some, capa- form, in some yeah. capacity or whatever. And, you know, that's... I'm very, very excited. Like it's, I, I loved these past two Spider-Man movies, and I just think with the additions of creating a like Spider-Verse live action, I, I just don't see how they can fuck this up unless they. Very similar. People are saying to the last Spider-Man three, just doing too much. But I think they're gonna do it where these. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, they're going to be a little bit, like, not take too much. Kind of like a little blown over cameo. Yeah, like, hopefully it's nothing too crazy where it's like they have too much characters going mm-hmm. on, because that totally was a problem. They tried to fit too much into one thing, like, you know, that last The Amazing Spider-Man Part 2, you know, they put the Green Goblin in there mm-hmm. and all that shit, and That's he it. was like the, he was like, mind you, when he finally became the Goblin, I think, what, it was the last ten minutes of the movie, or even yeah. less, like... You know, they didn't really give much attention to it. But with this one, maybe, like, who knows what type of things they're going with here. Because you got Doc Ock now confirmed. You got Electro already confirmed. Um, from what it seems like, the rumor, which is apparently that you're going to get Andrew Garfield. You're going to get Kristen Dunst. You're going to get Tobey Maguire. You're going to get Emma Stone. So, like, how big of a role are they going to have in there, which is interesting? Or, like, will they just be, like, you know, something he sees as he's, like, going through, like, some maybe a portal or some shit? Who fucking mm-hmm. knows? Um, apparently Matt Murdock, I don't remember to get Charlie Cox is his name, I'm pretty yeah, sure, is the guy who plays the Daredevil in the Netflix series, which I'm kind of excited about, because Marvel just required the rights back again to these shows, mm-hmm. so if they could 
find a way not only to bring back that series, which was pretty fire. Did you ever check that series out? I, I haven't, but I think if he's like confirmed, I'm probably going to watch it just to, you know, and it seems like people are set like all this is speculation, but are saying he might represent uh, Peter Parker yeah. in something for, I guess, I don't know what would be considered from getting revealed as Spider-Man. I don't know. I hope it's something corny, like, all right, who's your lawyer? He's like, I don't have one. And he just fucking walks in there blind as shit. I'm the, I'm the lawyer. I'll take who, you, give me any lawyer. Give me, I don't know, a deaf guy. How about a blind guy? I bet <laughs> you don't got one of those. <laughs> I bet he's not deaf or blind. But or what if he, like, comes at, he fucks up and comes out in the Daredevil uniform and, like, in court. And he's blind, so he doesn't, like, fuck. Oh, shit. I, I forgot to change. Am I wearing the thing? Am I wearing it? <laughs> But that would be fire. Um, just in general, I would. I'm gonna remind you and remind anyone if people are listening right now to go fucking watch that show. I feel. I still think it's one of the best things that Netflix ever came out with. And on top of that, Kingpin in that show was dope as shit. I forget the name of the actor. Vincent actor. D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. He was in like Law and Order and shit. He was in uh, Men was, in Black. He was yeah. Vince uh, Vaughn's brother in The Breakup. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. literally. Me and my brother had a have like a joke where we would always anytime we saw him be like oh we don't because his last name's kind of hard to pronounce at times and he's like oh it's Vince Vaughn's brother <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but that's totally the that he, that performance was crazy good and I totally recommend that um, but that was cool just to see like you know that the fact that the Spider Man movie is probably going to be one of the craziest things in a long time and hopefully it could be one of the best things in a long time mm-hmm. in Spider Man movies these last two haven't really fallen off like they've hit the mark on each one i like each one better at a certain point when we because we went to the season in theaters the second one i was like yeah it's probably one of the best marvel movies i've seen in a while uh yeah i think i actually looked at my marvel rankings the other day i think i have it like sixth and like uh, far from home and i believe homecoming's like very close to top 10 if not and they're, they're just very they're just too like listen i i love all of Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man for better or worse and Spider-Man 3 there's a lot of worse but it's still very enjoyable and I enjoy I enjoyed the first Amazing Spider-Man Spider-Man 2 they again they just tried a little too much and it's just and it it doesn't have like the emo Spider-Man that kind of gives in Spider-Man 3 that gives it like you know little like it's so bad that it's good kind of vibes it's just (laughs) kind of just meh See, I like Tobey Maguire's... Oh, finish your I was just going to say, especially, like, you mentioned before, the Green Goblin, I just... I never liked him, especially because, like, Harry Osborn, we grew up with him, and it was just... It was kind of ridiculous, but also kind of funny. And also, of course, the original Green Goblin. But, like, this one, he just... I wasn't feeling it, and that's. What I hope if they plan to like, if they want to bring in a different Green Goblin, I hope they still make their own in this universe. But if they mm-hmm. plan to bring on a different one, I hope they don't give a thought about the Amazing Spider-Man one and just bring in like Norman Osborn right away. Fucking bring mm-hmm. the actual Norman Osborn that but, we all love and. And, and then if that happens, the problem is it has to be Willem Dafoe, or like you, you can't not have him. Yeah, like it I, needs to be William Defoe. I really like, enjoy Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. I think he's, but he's he's no, he's no Norman Osborn. Exactly, and if they're going to be fucking bringing people from different universes or whatever the hell they're going to do, they could easily find a way to quick quickly explain why he's still fucking alive. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we pulled <laughs> him out. 
we pulled him out of here. I don't know. We just came and we pulled out from both timelines in the same movie in this universe, you know? Mm-hmm. We went a one year later, got Doc Ock, and then we went a year back. We got Green Goblin. So I don't fucking know. But then I also want James Franco in there just because why not? Yeah. I don't that, know what he got going on, but bring him in there. That um, and another thing that I've seen uh, people bring up is like possibly get the Uncle Ben's, including Tom Holland, which we haven't met yet, but like somehow they get involved too. That and would they be all die again. <laughs> they all die again simultaneously. And the guy we brought up a few times, TikTok guy, uh, Straw Hat Goofy, he had a actually like a kind of who he would cast as him, uh, Uncle Ben for Tom Holland. I think it's actually really cool. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. You I know feel what? like I could see that he's, he's young he, enough. He's to right match in up. that with Marissa Tomei, and he's kind of yeah. got you know like he's a little gray. I mean, I know I don't know the actor in the first one's name, but he was quite old, and I believe it was old? Martin Sheen in Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it was Martin Sheen. Old. Is the original Uncle Ben still alive? I just I, when I said it, I was like, I probably not. I'm gonna suck. Google this because he was fucking pretty old. I mean, yeah. Huh. Interesting. But, Let's see. I would I, honestly, they should probably incorporate Uncle Ben somehow because we don't have, of course, similar to the Wayne, uh, the Wayne parents and Batman universes. We don't have to see them die, but it'd be nice oh, to just. Oh yeah, he, he his, he's dead. All right. Well, Cliff, all right, Cliff Robertson, R.I.P. Cliff Robertson died in uh, 2011, September 10th. All right, R.I.P. to a legend, but. All right, so maybe not, but it would be nice to see kind of Uncle Ben, Tom Holland's Uncle Ben, to just, you know, meet him. I know who it is at some point. That, like, I understand why they didn't, but it'd just be, especially now with the whole, if there's going to be a multiverse, whatever, somehow try to, maybe if, because Doctor Strange is probably going to be part of this, does some time of time travel or time rewinding and just he talks to him somehow yeah figure something like that it's just it's very interesting that we're getting like a spider-verse like live action kind of already and just after having the show like i mean not the show but the movie mm-hmm. so i'm um, the animated movie so that's pretty good i would have am i happy that they're doing this yeah sure i kind of wish they went a different route because the, sh- the the animated one is already doing what it is i feel like mm-hmm. that might be one of the best spider-man movie that's ever no come out. that was like it's hard not to especially yeah. not only just because it's like a really good spider-man movie but it's just also a really good movie well-rounded mm. with everything else soundtrack what they're doing in there i don't know but this could be really fucking good no yeah i i kind of know what you i feel like this probably would have been better to do maybe spider-man 4 because i feel like Especially how they left it off in the last Spider-Man, it just would make sense that the major- like the entire movie is going to be like somehow Tom Holland like on the run or whatever, and it's probably still going to be like this. But like to you know, I don't know, escape from people. I don't know. There's just going to be people who are always kept saying Craven the Hunter because there are people going to hunt him. Yeah, that they know he's Spider-Man, but like, and it looks like they might be planning like a. Sinister Six involved mm-hmm. in here with the people that they're bringing back, the people they already have. So, who knows? That also include. I mean, I also really hope uh, that Mysterio comes back some way because Jake Gyllenhaal was just so good and Far From Home. Yeah, so, and I know he's 
there's been like so many different variations of the Sinister Six, but he's one of the prominent members, and I just feel like he killed it. So, yeah, he did a great fucking job. I mean, that was he's probably one of the best ones we've seen like on character like in a while in terms of villains in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, just like general, like you know, just everything about him. Like Thanos was great, but you know, you kind of expected Thanos to be great. I feel like I didn't expect myself to like Jake Gyllenhaal as much as I did, but. Yeah. It, was a, it was really like in the Marvel universe, it's really Thanos, Loki, and kind of kill, like I feel like Killmonger is kind of that third, and then it's just like the rest of them. But I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal, and also, uh, what's uh, blanking on his name, but Michael Keaton, he fucking killed it too. So, like, those are you talking about like top villains that the yeah, MCU like had? in MCU, I feel like he, I think, also did a very good job because there's also been unfortunately a few stickers. Oh yeah, this Quite would a be fan. a great. Uh, we should do this as, as a draft one day. We should draft these MCU villains, I, I, and we should have Tom in here just because I would oh, love God. to see what he would rank them in and just how well, bad it would be. Well, first one, what's his name? Iron Monger slash Obatai Stain, and then I wasn't what, even what, gonna say that. I was gonna what, say uh, what's his name? The fucking guy from Iron Man Three. Oh, that guy! I was gonna or say Whipla- the dude Whip- from Iron Man Two. Whiplash. Yeah, he was gonna pick Whiplash. <laughs> Fucking yeah, I can see him doing that. And yeah, he'd, he'd get, the backstory Tom would explain would be amazing just to laugh at. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I now want this. Tom. I just want Tom to, so everyone can see like his ridiculous opinions and his simping of Iron Man. This has been something we've been building up for a long time. Hopefully, when we get it, it doesn't it doesn't fall short. <laughs> We give Tom like one or two white claws, and then boom! The oh whole no! Show, the I don't show. think we can. No, I don't think we can. <laughs> the show's on edge. The show's gets canceled somehow. Ew. But Spider-Man, he's amazing, amazing Spider-Man, of course. <laughs> um, before I, I guess before we talk about then the big Marvel news and the big Spider-Man, I mean, uh, big Star Wars news. There was also just other news that came out of this whole big thing. Um. There's a fucking Buzz Lightyear movie coming out, but not of Buzz Lightyear. It's going to be of the astronaut that it's based off of mm-hmm. from, I guess, their Toy Story universe, you could call it, or some shit. And Chris Evans is going to be the uh, the astronaut. I don't really know much besides that. You might know more because you just fucking love Disney and shit like that. But I'm kind of in- interested to see what this is going to look like. It looked also really like visually like pleasing, that like one shot that I saw. I mean, yes, I am a huge Disney fan, but I don't have much else to say. I think it looks really cool, and I mean, fucking great casting. You get uh, America's ass himself, uh, Chris Evans, and it just—it is very interesting to like dive into like real life, but technically it's animated real life. This, like, this guy—I'm guessing they're gonna make him look like I don't know, maybe there neil armstrong or something i know he was technically also buzz lightyear's name was uh uh, buzz aldrin one of the other first men to walk on the moon i believe but it was and you know it's just interesting how they're going to do this because it sounds like it's i don't know is it going to be like a pixar biography or biopic it's like you know it's a very interesting like an intriguing concept uh, and you know, I feel, I feel like it's not going to fall flat. I feel like they just—they'll do it. They'll figure it out how to make it really good. And especially, I mean, it's technically a part of, I guess, the Toy Story universe, and they've—they've they've hit on all four. There's no 
Because no, they're not going to hit another one. And, and Pixar's could... majority is they hit or yeah. do good. I think uh, this could also just open up the possibility of them doing more at the Toy Story, like John. I mean, not genre, but like you know, universe if you want to call it that, or whatever you want to say the brand of Toy Story. Because then maybe they'll do a movie on like Woody separately. <laughs> Who knows? Or like, mm-hmm. what was it? What was his name again? Was it Dynamo or some shit? The fucking like evil Knievel guy, like um, uh, Duke Kaboom. Play Duke Kaboom. There you go. So like. I feel like they tried to explain the backstory a little bit in the movie, so they could always do like a little mini series or some shit. This mm-hmm. could be obviously something they'll do in the future and just get more Toy Story out there, so it doesn't like fall behind. Um, but that was cool. What else? I saw that there. I guess because Hulu owns it, Disney. Well, I mean Disney owns Hulu, but there's gonna be an Alien show. I don't know how familiar mm-hmm. you are with the Aliens movies and Predator uh, and stuff like that. I've only watched the original Alien. I believe it was a long time ago, and Alien vs. Predator, which I remember enjoying as a kid. I bet it's very terrible now, but like, it's just probably cool to look at it. It's definitely cool. Yeah, I didn't know back then how like acting or whatever worked or whatever. It's just looking cool shit. They face off. That's why I also enjoy Freddy vs. Jason. It's just no, they're fighting each other. It's cool. It's just cool to watch. So, like, you know, like, Aliens, for example, like, one of the movies that has, like, influenced a lot of fucking movies, especially in the sci-fi genre. It'll be cool to see that they're gonna probably, they're gonna have, like, a fucking whole series on it, so that'll be interesting to see what they could do there, and just, like, just the fact that, you know, this has been a weird year for Hollywood, and all the shit that's come out, and all, just, now it just looks like there's a lot of hope in the Mm -hmm. amount of stuff that we're gonna get, like, I don't imagine it's gonna fall short, but I'll try and watch it, but then again, you know, maybe it could fall short, because, like, you know, Terminator, great series of movies until, like, the most recent ones. But then, like, they had their own fucking show, which, you know, it was kind of weird. This fucking tried to be good and tried to, it was bad at the same time. I don't fucking know. But and it's around that same type of, like, you know, universe-ish in a way or genre. So that would be cool to see what they do there. And it's also, like, I just feel it's very tough to get people on board with, like, rebooting such, like iconic franchises especially like back in the 80s because like a lot of people are just like oh they're gonna ruin it or whatever but like with the tv show they can definitely honor it you know like and explain a lot more than a movie could. exactly a lot of things that people complain about movies is like you know movies they try and jam everything into Mm -hmm. two hours and it fucks it up especially like depending on if it's a reboot or whatnot and what they want to touch on they could really mess it up but a show at least could extend ex- make it extended enough that they touch everything but don't make it feel like they forced it on you and just fucking like maybe like just walked right past it and just did it for a hot second so this could be cool this yeah like cool. you said they can like pretty much just flesh out the entire story and like go into and you know similar to like the mandalorian like you put little homages to the classic like to alien or aliens like just so people were like oh it's awesome but also just focusing more on just the overall story and you know if, i don't know who's behind it but disney always seems to find i mean because they have all the money they get people to come that are you know is ridley alien? scott still alive i'm pretty sure he was the one that I'm, helped like create the original alien i'm pretty sure because i i think he was involved in those uh the what, prometheus like those prequel type yeah which, I like, believe he, in that same universe. I think he was involved in those, and I'm pretty sure he is alive. I don't think he's... Yeah, Ridley Scott's still yeah. alive. He's 83 years old, though. I, I know he's old, but... Uh... Um, 
Maybe he has. Maybe he'll at least have some influence. Probably. Oh, he has a new movie coming out. Apparently, I'm just seeing from DigitalSpy.com. Watchmen star joins Lady Gaga and Ridley Scott's new movie Gucci. Huh. Didn't know that was a thing. Good, uh, good friend. Maybe kind of like Clint Eastwood. They're old as hell, but still doing what Jer- they love. Jeremy Irons is also in this movie. He's oh. replacing Robert De Niro. Huh. All right, I might maybe check I think this that's... movie out. Yeah. I like De Niro. I haven't De Niro, seen a role but... Jeremy Irons hasn't done bad in. I mean, he does good in all the roles I've seen. And the last thing I th- saw him in was Watchmen, and he fucking killed in Watchmen. In the Watchmen movie? The TV or... sh- show that was... Like, uh, I haven't show. checked that out yet. I didn't even know he was in there. Cool. Yeah, he was... He killed it. And also okay. should have been in the live action or whatever. Lion I King. still haven't seen the actual like the up. movie. I have the director's cut, which I heard is apparently better. So um... uh, from uh, the original, like the movie Watchmen. Yeah. Yes, the uh, it's just, you. You got more stuff. It is better. Oh yeah, when I because there's like certain I, I saw this one video saying like oh yeah which director's cuts are better in the actual movie. I'm pretty sure it was a Mister Sunday movies uh, video, and that one was put on there. So I'm interested. Um, was there any other fucking news besides, like, the big Marvel and Star Wars news that comes to mind? Because uh, I can't really think of anything else. Nah, th- the only thing that I can think of is Marvel and, yeah, Star Wars, cool. nothing. Well, uh, shoot, which one do you want to do first? You be the, you pick. We talk about Marvel um, first, we talk about Star Wars first. Uh, I guess we've been talking about Marvel for a little bit, I guess go to Star Wars. Alright, so we'll do Star Wars. So, shit ton of fucking updates on Star Wars, like, really fucking good ones, like, the fact that Disney realizes, well, first of all, we're making so much money on a show from Mandalorian, and then we did well by releasing the last season of Clone Wars, imagine what else we could fucking do if we have a lot more shows, and then they got all these fucking movies on there, uh, just the news alone that came from it, like, fucking Hayden Christensen's coming back, that's fucking dumb. yeah that's like the biggest thing that that's, came out of that for me I was honestly the biggest that. that's I, I there's no bigger news than anything they said marvel star wars whatever that that's just fucking awesome and just he he sounds like he said i think he's so excited to be back and that's just it's awesome because he's gonna be you know they they kind of they screwed him over and the prequels, and I think he's going to prove himself and kill it. Yeah, um, I mean, that's a good point. <laughs> and Ewan McGregor is fucking Ewan McGregor. He's he's also going to fucking kill it. Because, like, we had, you know, Attack of the Clones, which had Hayden Christensen's first time in there, and, like, you know, it's just a weird fucking role for him. Like, I didn't fucking love him until we got the uh, Revenge of the Sith. You know, that one was a lot better. That one, mm-hmm. it made up. it made up for... The shittiness that was Attack of the Clones, but because of the younglings, yeah, because yeah. you just fucked them up, and he looked cool. He looked cool. I did see there was like a meme going around that I think I know the one you're talking the, about. The, was it Re- Revenge of the Sith was PG thirteen, and so, so that were, means you could put the word could fuck one in there. fuck in it. Where would you put it? And people kept doing the <laughs> don't fucking do it, Anakin, when it before he jumps. But then there was. <laughs> I believe the one we saw was the youngling, and he just goes, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Pulls out the lightsaber. That would be great. I wish there's like someone could make that as a YouTube video and just fucking have that there, because that would be hilarious. 
Um, so I'm looking at this website. I, just, I pulled it up because I didn't take notes on this one. But so this is a list of shit they got, they got going on. They got uh, R- Rangers of the New Republic. I don't know why, but that sounds racist in my head. But I'm gonna just say that that sounds good. I don't know why. It just sounds like it, it makes me think of KKK for some reason. Is that <laughs> wrong? Hey. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe my brain is wrong, but I don't think that I kind of, my first thought of that is like, I don't want to sound like this, but there's so much that's going to go on that some of it's not going to be good. That one sounds like it's not going to be good. Yeah. This could be the one that's like, eh, if you you give me like like, snap decision, like this one doesn't like, I don't know the synopsis, maybe synopsis is cooler, but like the title kind of sounds like a shitty star wars video game that does it does have that same ring to it um but you know what it's gonna more likely everything that comes out now is canon so it'll be interesting to watch yeah i'll, I'll watch it'll, it it'll be something people have to watch and you I, know, to I hope it's shit. good i hope they're all good but you know more likely than not not everything that star wars puts out is great so yeah so it says on this website i'm picking out i don't know if they just copied and pasted this from somewhere else but it says the rangers of the new republic series will intersect with future stories and culminate into a climactic story event um so i guess maybe it'll kind of like you know so that was a whole bunch of nothing really that they said. yeah i think so but i think what i got from that was saying like it'll kind of maybe like piece things together maybe like maybe, you know like small maybe movies things. or something that they're eventually gonna do but it's just yeah <laughs> i like it they're just like yeah it's you know it's gonna lead up to something big no, that's what it's gonna do. <laughs> like, I don't know if it'll be like a one, like you know, like is it gonna be like each episode is maybe a different episode? Because those I always like series that it's like every episode is different, but it involves something kind of like Black Mirror. Mm. So maybe it'll like fill in the gaps in certain like you know battles or some shit. I don't know. That could be cool. I could like that if it's not the same thing every single week. Like it's just oh, this explains. This battle that we've mentioned before, you know? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I actually uh, I agree with you a lot that. I think they all can't just be, like, the same show. They they need to do – they need to take chances. They need to do something different because if every TV show is very similar, they're just, some are going to just be lost in the fold and just not cared about. But if you – even if you fail, at least try to do something different, kind of like how it sounds like they're doing with WandaVision, like – do a crazy concept. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't, but at least it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, next thing I see on here, we got Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka Tano's mm-hmm. story, written by Dave Filoni. So we already know it has to be fucking good. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a limited time series, and it's going to be with Rosario Dawson again, which is dope. And um, it'll kind of just, like I guess, fill in the gaps before Mando or a little bit after Mando that mm-hmm. her scene in there. So that would be cool to see. No, that... already, like, I don't have much to say besides I'm excited because just that one episode alone yeah. she was one of my favorite episodes of the season and of the entire series. Yeah, no, this is just going to make me want to watch Clone Wars more and then, wa- and then watch that and then get hyped up for this series. That just, It's very cool to have a series just based on a Jedi besides the Obi-Wan, of course, one that's coming out. But like one that's just... It's cool to see, and of course, Dave Filoni, probably the best at Star Wars. Yeah, it's like he is no offense, basically. If someone no offense, has to replace, George Lucas. If someone has to replace the man, give it to him. This guy's brain probably has more shit in it about Star Wars than George Lucas. Mm-hmm. So, and 
this is he created Ahsoka, and I just he's gonna. I have feeling this man has had plans for years, and he's just gonna create a very good, very much like Mandalorian, just create a great series, great Star Wars just, series. They just need to give him the the keys to the castle, yeah. man. Let him just be in charge of everything, fucking Star Wars, and he might fucking just blow us away. And it's cool. It's just so like it's weird that I'm like you know I feel like. I'm nerding out about the fact of all the shit we got coming in terms of, like, movies and TV shows and stuff. Because it's a lot. Like, you know, isn't it crazy to think, growing up, like, when we were, like, fucking, like, I guess we could say eight. You know, we had, like, random, like, once a year maybe there's, like, a comic book movie or, like, you know, a nerdy movie like Star Wars and shit like that. And now Mm -hmm. it's, like, yo, we get, like, six or seven plus shows and shit like that a year, so. No, we're going to be extremely spoiled. And, you know, hell fucking yeah. And I... What they should honestly do is have if Dave Dave Filoni just should control I don't know like the TV series of or just the Disney Plus series of Star Wars he just has his hand in them not like he doesn't have to oversee like he'll oversee it he doesn't have to do everything but he should kind of control it and then probably have like someone like John Favreau and or Taika Waititi like deal with the future movies because i feel like they they've done i mean taiko t is great director and john forever is great director and he's they've both done great in the mcu so yeah they can definitely I mean, if you take tell dave filoni just to be there and be like all right make sure no one's doing anything stupid <laughs> then boom i mean that's all you need yep. just be like that looks dumb don't fucking do that that mm-hmm. doesn't make sense exactly um you mentioned taiko Titi. I just, they, there's an unmentioned he has a he'll have a movie coming mm-hmm. out which is i think something we mentioned on the pod before or at least i've told you about like it would be cool to have him do more movies in terms of star wars or even marvel just because the movies he's come out with already have fucking slapped he's mm-hmm. a fucking academy award winner he's i haven't seen any of, the, of his shit that i don't like so mm-hmm. no um, i don't know what was, they're gonna give him but i'm excited this was a like rumor after like Last year's season, Mando, like, are they? Is he going to be like given a movie? And I think they pretty much like they confirmed it now, and it just makes so much sense. He's a phenomenal director, and I have a feeling he'll probably, since he collabed with him and Mando, he'll probably have Dave Floney associated with away. And again, that's just going to be just perfect. And I don't know what it's going to be about, but I know it's going to be. Knowing him, it's going to be something weird and whatever, and it's going to just work perfectly somehow. And you know what? If he gets just a one movie type deal for now, you know what? I'll be happy with it. If he gets if it gets extended to like a trilogy or some shit like that, I'll be even more happy because I I haven't seen any of his things that I don't like, mm-hmm. so I'm excited. What else we got? We got Rogue Squadron. It's the next Star Wars featured film. Will be Rogue Squadron. A uh, squadron. It says, "Wow, I can't fucking speak." Squadron. <laughs> <laughs> directed <laughs> directed by Patty Jenkins, who's apparently from the Wonder Woman franchise. So, I don't know what this means. It just also sounds like a video game, which I'm pretty sure there was a video game that just came out called Rogue Squadrons. Um, I believe it's just Squadrons, but I'm not sure exactly. But I, you are correct, like, there is a video game that just came out. and It was a pilot video game, I'm pretty yes. sure, mostly. That's so, what it seemed like, and... From what I, I saw, the little video that uh, they showed of Patty Jenkins talking about this, and she seems like she's extremely passionate about this because 
her father was a, uh, I think, Air Force pilot, it sounded oh. like. And she, unfortunately, it sounded like he uh, passed away in, uh, I don't know in when, combat? but like in combat, yeah. So Yikes. she's wanted to just tell a story and what she apparently said, like she wants to make like the best fighter pilot movie like ever, which I guess right now would be Top Gun. But probably I, and you know, if she's, it sounds like she's extremely passionate and you know, she, she did very well with the first Wonder Woman and it seems like second one's going to be very good too. Seems like an extremely competent director. So again, Disney just, probably, it'll be good, of course. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, you know, that'll be pretty cool because Star Wars does have some pretty dope ass, like, you know, like aircraft scenes, you know, mm-hmm. their dogfight scenes from obviously like the dogfight they just had in Mando to like other things they've had in the trilogies and all that shit. Like, this can be really fucking good and just visually pleasing to watch and just be like, like, this is where it you need to go see this, like, in an IMAX theater, because mm-hmm. this will probably be fucking crazy. Like, yep. you'll probably have, like, a headache after the movie's over, because of how much stimulation you got from the screen. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you're right. Like, the dogfighting scenes are so iconic in Star Wars, and, I, like, I know people, of course, shit on the prequels, but the prequels did them extremely well, the uh, fighting sequences, especially, like, the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. That was sick. And, like, if they just do more stuff like that, which apparently that actually, the official cut of that was apparently, like, an hour long. Oh, shit. But, of course, they had to shorten it down. Uh, But, yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited. Like, when I first heard it, I was like, uh, fine. But, like, the more I look into it and the more that, like, someone like Patty Jenkins is involved, I think it's going to be very good. Yeah. Um, the other thing on here, it's another series, it's called The Acolytes, when, and also when I just think of Acolytes, I only think of JBL and mm-hmm. Ron Simmons, but, well, um, they have to make cameos then. That would be pretty dope, <laughs> fucking JBL clothesline the <laughs> shit out of somebody. Uh, it says the new series that will be a mystery thriller will take the audience into a galaxy of the shat of, into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. And then uh, Leslie Headland, Headland is the creator of Russian Dolls. I've never seen Russian Dolls. Um, we'll lead this film. So it seems interesting at the very least. It's the one I don't know shit about the most. So. Exactly. I honestly didn't even know that was announced. That, but hey. I remember just seeing the logo. I'm like, oh, interesting. That that synopsis is definitely better than what was it? The Knights of the High Republic, that one. The that, Rangers that one, of the Republic. Rangers yeah. or whatever. That one. This last one was much better synopsis than that. So <laughs> it's already a plus there. But hey, you know, just I'm I'll, I'll I'm intrigued. That's what with everything I'm intrigued. But this it sounds cool. Yeah, and at the very least, that'll be something like you know. I've, it seems like this will also be another live action one, and it's going to be good. And you know what? No matter what they do. They're going to fucking make money. And at the very least, it should be cool. Um, we already mentioned it. The Obi-Wan updates. We're going to get Hayden Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader. So that'll be cool. It's going to be set 10 years after Revenge of the Sift. And Kenobi will be reflecting on his greatest defeat and downfall of the corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I'll be cool. I heard something. I don't know exactly what. I just saw a headline, so I don't know much about it. But apparently, we're going to see more on Order 66. Apparently, that's Ooh. something I saw that might have. That was just a headline I saw. I never got to watch it yet because we had the film. But if we get to go further in depth in the Order 66, that would be fucking dope. Especially what if we get a full length version of him murdering the younglings <laughs> that's what i'm the most excited about not just uh, to see more of like you know how did people hide where the fuck did grogu go you know like you know just fucking going to town on younglings <laughs> oh my God. honestly when i when you were talking about that i was honest i was thinking of grogu like are they yeah. gonna show that but yeah maybe they'll show him going fucking ham on a bunch of younglings uh i don't know i feel like only the meme people really enjoy that. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Like if... The meme people and the big the in-depth Star Wars people probably really like that shit. You know, understand that. I can also see them. I... Star Wars nerds, and like I'm kind of one of them, but not really. They get <laughs> very serious. I have a feeling some of them didn't like that he killed younglings, even though he's fucking. he turned into Darth Vader. Darth Vader doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. I would say like I'm a, like I'd say we're yeah at best decent Star Wars nerd, nerds. Yes, we yeah. like this shit, you know. We're not like Greg who'll fucking correct me if I'm pronouncing something wrong. <laughs> fucking, uh, you know. I, there's some virgin shit in the world, and that's like a virgin shit right there. Complaining <laughs> about my pronunciation. So what if I suck at pronouncing certain things? Fuck you. Uh, all right. But <laughs> he's definitely he, he's gonna be heated if he listens to it. He probably won't. Yeah, when he gets to the when he comes on next week's episode, let's see if he'll if he'll if he'll complain to me about it. But I'm gonna complain in his face about it too. Um, so yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, Star Wars bat the Bad Batch update. So it says we got the trailer for it. I didn't watch the trailer yet, and it will focus on the unique squad of clones who have a very uh, genetical form. They're very genetically formed from their brother. What? Who vary genetically from their brothers in the clone army. So these are like the actual good group of clones. And uh, each of these soldiers have a singular expo- exceptional skill, which makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and formidable crew. In the post-Clone War era, they will take on daring mercenary missions in the struggle to stay afloat and find a new purpose. So these were the basically clones that went rogue mm-hmm. after Order 66 and essentially like we're good. We're the worst of them all, and just fucking listen to everything that happened. Um, I know they make an appearance, and they're like important in the Clone War series, mm-hmm. especially I believe in season seven. So I don't much know more much about that until I watch it. Um, but that'll be cool just to have you know for the people that love Clone Wars and the animated shows. This will be a good extension to that, especially mm-hmm. off the hype they just had off that last like season. Uh, yeah, this kind of you know. I don't know if like getting the right vibes, but kind of like a Star Wars type of Guardians of the Galaxy type, like kind of a band of misfits kind of that are just going around, you know, wrecking shit kind of. And, you know, I, I'm two have not seen Clone Wars. I do want, want to watch it. And, you know, again, probably going to watch that and then watch this. I'm probably going to watch all this stuff. Hopefully, and you know, it just it all again. I'll just keep saying interesting and intriguing. That's all these things, Star Wars things, sound like. Oh yeah. Um. 
Then we got Star Wars Visions, which was another thing, which will be a series of animated short films celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators. That's kind of fucking cool. I know you don't really watch anime. I've watched it in the past growing up, and I haven't continued that much. I want to at some point. But I will say anime was definitely by far the most superior type of cartoon to watch because the animation is fucking crazy. Like, they go crazy on there. There's this um, thing that's actually coming back to Netflix now, which I saw recently. It's not like they're just going to have it on there and they're not revamping it or anything. But Marvel had a Blade, an X-Men, and an Iron Man anime at one point. And those just look so fucking cool to watch. And that's what I'm, like, expecting to come out of this. Like, I don't know what they're going to do with it. But it's just going to be cool to fucking watch. And more than likely, it'll just be in English. So, and have Japanese dub and all that other crap, too. So, it'll just be cool to watch. And if it's canon, I'm going to watch it, too. So, I'm going to watch all of those more than likely, so. Yeah, this would probably be my first experience with anime. And, you know. Yeah. If I'm probably ranking things, it's probably lower than less than possibly not watching but maybe i will and if it sounds i'll give it a dabble yeah (laughs) see and you know hopefully it is good i'll definitely watch it yeah i'm expecting some cool ass lightsaber battles and shit to come out Mm, of that of course um endor which has um um cassie and endor from rogue one well is that how you pronounce it endor right endor Endor, Andor and Andor. I'm the, thinking of the planet, moon, the moon, uh, isn't it? I believe the I'm moon. trying to get it into more of my very nerdiness. I think it's a Endor is a moon, I believe, something like yeah. that. But yeah, yeah well, Cassian has, Andor, I believe. Is a, Craig's gonna complain to me yeah. later, but fuck him. Yeah. So from Rogue One, that dude, he gets his own movie now. That'll be cool. I think they released a little bit of a teaser or trailer on that. Yeah. I didn't watch that either yet. What did you think if you saw it? Uh, it kind of. I think there was some. It, it kind of still gave a little bit of. I think they showed a little bit of him in uh, Rogue One, and I think they showed a lot of like behind the scenes. I didn't watch the full thing. I just watched like a little snippet. They like showed yeah. all that's going through for this. It sounds very like they threw out a lot of money for this. Uh, there's so many like extras and just so much detail that was apparently just going to be in the background alone. And I, I really liked Rogue One. Uh, he was a, you know, kind of like just a cool suave kind of character, yeah, similar to Han Solo, but not like really just kind of like the Rogue One Han Solo, just cool kind of like scoundrel type guy. Yeah. And, you know, again, kind of like Mando, if they just show, kind of the i don't know bounty or just hunting or just this criminal underworld of star wars that's just gonna be so cool and so fun to watch that everyone's gonna enjoy that star wars even if you're not a star wars fan you're gonna enjoy that i feel oh yeah easily um a droid a droid story uh the series <laughs> will introduce us to a new hero guided by legendary duo r2d2 and ah. c3po Oh, that fuck. <laughs> yeah, the Shane King of the yeah, Star Wars Shane universe. <laughs> I, I don't care what, like, what he says. He's C-3PO. Uh, so, I don't know really much. That's all I got from this. So, we'll get a new hero, and they're guided by. They're going to have the two little fuckers. Yeah. So, that'll be cool. Those motherfuckers. Um, and then the next one 
uh, Lando, Lando Calrissian, will return in a brand new event series for Disney Plus, and more than likely that'll be uh, Childish Gambino. So that'll be cool. We get him back into this universe, and I don't. Solo is something that's on the list that I'm as I'm rewatching the entire Star Wars universe that I haven't seen yet. I've only heard a lot of mixed reviews, so I don't know. But I have, apparently he should be pretty good. It, it's <laughs> well, his solo is a, in there. It's a very solid Star Wars. Uh, people always bring up the point: if it wasn't a Star Wars movie, like if it wasn't Solo attached to it, people would consider it very good. And really? I need to watch it again. I think I probably agree with that. It's just people, again, unfortunately, the very hardcore Star Wars like fans and nerds, they just there's a lot they don't like about it. And whatever, it's fine. But I think it's an enjoyable movie, and he he was probably the best part. Land like I think Childish Gambino played him perfectly. He just he's what you would think a young man uh, Lando was. And if he's back and doing it, he's going to kill it. Like he pretty much does in everything, music or entertainment or movies, TV. I haven't seen Atlanta, but I hear he's great in it. So that is something I do plan to watch at some point. Atlanta. I heard that's really good and he's good in it. So, um, yeah, overall star Wars, that's basically all the news that we got out of it. <laughs> shit Fucking... ton of, fun. just shit ton of shit. That, and, not a bad, not shit, not shit in a bad way. Just a lot of shit. <laughs> if I had the money to invest into fucking Disney, I fucking would if I could. Because holy shit, they're going to be making tons of fucking money in the next, God knows what, in the next next millennium. They're going to be rank, right? Like just swimming in the money. Not only that, but we still got Marvel news to talk. About. And like, apparently, how much their stocks rose just after all this. If you would just put in possibly a day, or how much? Money you probably would have got. We should talk to Elio. He probably yeah, knows the numbers. Stonks. The stonks <laughs> man himself, Elio. So Marvel fucking news. Mm. Uh, we can start with the movies first. Mm. Very excited to see what we're going to be getting in the movies. They just like really updated us on stuff we kind of already knew was in yeah. the works. So Captain Marvel two obviously is one of the biggest big, big things they have going on there. I saw some report that she'll be um, the highest paid like woman in a superhero movie, Brie Larson. I saw something like that. I mean, for the amount that the first one made, I could definitely see like that makes a lot of sense. I, I had a feeling also probably before her was either Scarlett Johansson or Gal Gadot. Pro- I think probably now it's Gal Gagado pretty much with the two Wonder Womans, but hey, you know, I I liked the first Captain Marvel. There was definitely uh, stuff that was good in it, especially Nick Fury was very good in it. Hopefully he's back in the second one. Yeah. And, you yeah, know, I'll, I'll watch anything, any Marvel, Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and hopefully it's, be- hopefully it's one of those better than the original. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd imagine it probably will. They're trying to do some cool stuff in there. Like, I didn't hate the original one because I, I don't think there's Marvel movies I really hate. But for Tom's sake, when Tom's around, I will say I hate Iron Man three the most. But mm-hmm. no. um, I, I like in my ranking of the Marvel movies, like we'll get to that at some point on this pod. It's not in the high. It's not in the high or in the middle, but they're all solid movies. So it's really hard to like you know say it's a bad movie on a list. One, they're all really fucking good. 
Um, so Captain Marvel 2, he basically learned that the girl who's going to be Miss Marvel in the Miss Marvel TV show, she's going to be in this movie. She's joining the cast. And then we're getting a grown-up Monica Rambeau, who we've met her before, because in the original Captain Marvel movie, in the first one, we see her when she's younger, because it takes place in the 90s. And now she's grown up. And this will also link to WandaVision. Yeah. Because she's... Somehow. I don't understand it either. But, overall, I'm... I'm interested to say the very least about all of this anyway. So like I'm I'm interested to see what they're gonna do there and I like Brie Larson. She was cool. And she was cool and like when she popped up in Endgame. Like you know, like Tom Holland jizzed in his pants, Peter Parker, like he was gonna come with Who who would so. come on. Yeah. But I'm excited for that. Uh then Thor four. Thor Love and Thunder. And, you know, the series itself you know, wasn't it doesn't hold up compared to the other trilogies of there, I would say. You know, Tom would hate this, but my favorite trilogy out of all of the MC ones, MCU ones, is definitely Captain America. It yep. only went up in each one. But um, Thor, Love and Thunder, they definitely stepped up with Ragnarok with, with Taika Waititi in there. We know it's filming in January, and uh, Christian Bale, from Rumored, it's now confirmed he's going to be in there. He's going to be playing Gore, the God Butcher. And this character, he's basically from an alien planet. His wife and children were killed. And, you know, he, like, was pissed off. Didn't know, like, he's like, yeah, what's what, what's wrong with the world? How are, are there any gods in here? And then, I guess, with him being pissed off, I don't know how he acquires this. this is from, like, the comic books I read off of. I didn't read them. I just saw that people say this. I should read it if I learn how to read first. Yeah, yeah um, You'll get there someday. At, at some point. I, yeah. I won't, unfortunately. I'm a lost cause. But he acquires what's called the Necro Sword, apparently, which is a symbiote, and it bonds with him. It's kind of like basically Venom, and then this is how he's able to kill fuckers. Yeah, I heard he, like, the description is he's kind of a god serial killer type of, and I I guess... his name's literally the god butcher. Yeah, butcher, (laughs) so it makes sense, and I mean, listen, I don't know how the movie's gonna be, if it's... It's gonna be hard to live up to Ragnarok, how... good how funny and just entertaining ragnarok was but if this gets grittier and everything it could be better but a big fucking you know or a tick in its favor is having someone like christian bale i got i don't know he has to be a multiple uh academy award nominee and he just yeah the the guy the guy puts in so much effort and he, he he doesn't put out a bad performance he goes all out and i don't expect this to be any different and it's fucking uh, another fucking batman and the mcu that's pretty cool yeah honestly (laughs) um so this is gonna be cool just to see it in in general it's cool like he has a cool name fucking the butcher i mean we also have the butcher in the mcu like maybe carl urban (laughs) comes back in this or did he die no did he die there i think he lived right in Ragnarok? In Rag- no, I think he sacrificed himself, if I remember. Oh, yeah, that scene where he's like, ah. Yeah, he goes with oh, uh, Dez and Troy. Destroy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, and it's also cool because in this movie we'll see Natalie Portman. She plays, yep. she gets to have the powers of Thor, so this is going to be a very interesting movie. And, honestly, like, I feel like Chris Hemsworth has always been the very good part about the fucking movies just because mm-hmm. of the way he plays Thor, and it was just very good for him. Like, you know, the Dark World was like, eh, for a lot of people. But, Still solid in a in a 
comic book movie type of sense, but just not the best when you have all those other good things. And then Ragnarok definitely shaped it up. But still, excited. <laughs> definitely. And it's, again, it, we mentioned before, it's Taika. Taika's going to... Can't do wrong. Do what he's going to do, and it's going to be fucking good. I wonder if he ever will be able to do us wrong, and I feel like everyone will forgive him. Be like, ah, it, it happens, bro. Listen, it happens. The man made a movie, a comedy about Hitler. and I, I can't wait to watch that, it again. At it's point. just like, I don't know if he can mess. Um, next, we got, you know, Blade. They just said, basically, it's still happening. Nothing yeah. new. <laughs> it's, it's happening. I mean, it'll probably, I feel like that movie is like, they have a lot that they're going to try and work with, probably, just because it hasn't been done in so fucking long. So it'll be fresh for a lot of people. And it might be one of the last things they probably do. Like, this might be something that's, like, maybe one of the last movies in this, like, phase. Or maybe, like, something to introduce the next one. Because, you know, maybe they'll then start going a lot more darker into the darker side of MCU and all the shit that could happen. Like, I feel like they're already stepping into that with the Doctor Strange in the mm. multiverse of madness, so maybe they'll also, like, help along the way. And then also, like, I feel like with just how much that is eventually going to happen in Marvel throughout the years, not just what they showed us now, like, something like Blade, it doesn't have to, like, it can be associated, but it doesn't have to be directly connected with the MCU. It can be kind of its own thing, especially with, like, something like vampires and stuff like that. I guess it could possibly connect with Spider-Man and what's the name Morpheus in some way, but uh, it doesn't need to be like he teams up with someone in this could the be Avengers. good if they this could be good if they start bringing back like the um the Netflix people like Daredevil mm-hmm. they bring back Luke Cage Jessica Jones because like you know mind you they're still all superheroes but they're more like you know. You bring Daredevil the fucking, like, planet, whatever the fuck you want. How much of, like, how much can he really pull <laughs> off compared to everyone else, you know? But this would be good if they want to help try and bring back shit like the Punisher and, Darede- and Daredevil and all that stuff. Because there's that realm of people that, you know, help with the random shit that's also common and not, like, world-ending crazy mm. stuff. Yeah. Like, in, um, that the other characters in the mcu have to feel deal with i'm pretty sure in the comics they have like their own world ending shit that they deal with i just don't know too much about it neither do you so maybe at the very least it'll still be fucking cool and the actor they have on for blade is phenomenal is it it, if i remember correctly is it mahasha ali yes it is. i I thought so i didn't uh no i I also (laughs) haven't seen anything of him that really hasn't like done fucking well he's an extremely good actor so again that's what that's how you just know marvel just killing it that people like even someone like him who his his stock is just getting higher and he'll like 10 15 years ago going into marvel movie or just comic movie you're like i'm gonna become typecast or this is just i'm gonna be doing this for years no this is gonna help him in his career it's just gonna show that he's even better and that's just great to hear. Exactly. Um, so next movie, one of the probably the best name out of all of them, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that and just looked at him, like, what the fuck? <laughs> but 
Ant-Man movies also haven't missed. Um, Peyton Reed, director once again, full cast is back, and they replaced someone. So now we have Catherine Newton. She joins the cast. She's going to be Casey Lang, replacing the grown-up Casey Lang we got in the uh, Endgame, I guess. Yeah, in Endgame. Mm-hmm. And um, and this girl, she's known from like Big Little Lies. Haven't seen it. Only heard good things. I have seen Detective Pikachu, and she's in yeah, there. she's in that. She's in uh, this new movie called Freaky. Freaky. Yeah, the Vince Vaughn movie. I keep seeing like fucking trailers, not trailers, but like ads for it a lot over social media and on YouTube. I might give it a try at one I point. I don't know of, if it's good or not. I kind of want to give it a try just because it's, it's Vince Vaughn and he's he's acting like a teenage girl. It's kind of it sounds very interesting. Maybe our next movie review will be this. Then we haven't done one in a bit, so maybe this will be something. I we feel like into. our next one might be Wonder Woman eighty four. Oh, yeah, coming up with time coming. Yeah, that's true if, if, if we're trying to keep up to date. Yeah. All right, well, at some point we'll get to it, maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. <laughs> um, Jonathan Major is playing Kang the Conqueror, which is something they kind of revealed a little bit not too long ago. Um, I don't really know of anything what he's been in besides I think he's the lead. I know he's in the show from what I looked up on IMDb. It's called Lovecraft Country, which is on mm-hmm. HBO. It looks kind of interesting. I think he's the lead in that, and he's also in The Five Blood with yeah. uh, Chadwick Boseman. I haven't he seen was, that movie was, still, but... I could see, like, he's a... You can just tell from that one performance, this guy's a very good actor, and I, I, I there were so many good performances that he he stood out for being, like, really the only, like, young guy involved in that. And, you know, what I've heard about Kang, apparently he could be possibly... I don't think I wouldn't say like the next Thanos, but he can be like a like a big threat in the MCU in general. Uh, yeah, from what I've heard, he deals with like possibly time travel. Yes, from that's what, what I've I heard. Seen. Yep. I haven't known much about him. I haven't really read any comics he's been in. The most I've dealt with him is something I'm doing right now. Is I'm playing um, Lego Marvel Superheroes <laughs> Two on the Switch. Maybe and he's like the main baddie on there. Maybe you find more more stuff about him through this. You know. Uh, important (laughs) by the way i I think i mentioned this to you last night but you know fucking lego games are awesome yes in general i I bought two of them last night believe that they go fuck yourself it's just so cool like right now i just played a spider-man um miss marvel captain america like it was dope yeah and i can't wait for them them to bring back the new star wars ones because those were amazing Mm -hmm. um anyway so that's cool um, I, I only expect good things with the same cast, same director, and um, adding just new things to it. It'll be fucking cool. Um, one of maybe the biggest things that came out of the whole movie talk, Fantastic Four is actually going to become a fucking thing now. Um, director is John Watts, who does the Spider-Man movies, so he's already done good so far. He probably won't fuck it up, so that'll be cool. And there's no real update besides that the fact that it's happening, and I just hope it's John Krasinski as fucking... Uh, yeah. As as, uh, Mr. Fantastic, because that's all we fucking see in terms of artwork. I swear to God, every day I look at the Project Kayfabe Instagram and I have all these pages I follow. I feel like I always see John John Krasinski artwork every fucking day. (laughs) And, like, the the problem that created is, like, you you sound like you're frustrated, but at the same time, they're just, like, and I agree with you, like, it should just be, he should just be casted because it just makes sense. Him and Emily Blunt, it'd be perfect to be... Uh, Mister and Mister Fantastic and Invisible Woman, but they will like 
Marvel would fuck up if they didn't cast him because then like people are already going to be pretty upset if they don't. <laughs> people are going to be disappointed already, even if you put someone very good, like a very good actor. Yeah. Probably a better like there are. I like John Krasinski, but like of course there's better actors than him. But I just he's just such a good fit for that. And yeah, you know I'm very excited now. I'm very also surprised they announced that and like now like. And did it at least didn't also announce like kind of an X Men type thing because I feel, I feel like, like that's going to be the thing they surprise us mm-hmm. with at some point because those have been kind credit. of with the whole like Fox and everything those were the two big things like you got Fantastic Four and now X Men how are you not going to fuck it up especially Fantastic Four which I of course enjoy the early two thousand both movies because it's <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's stupid it's a product fun. of its time yeah, honestly exactly and and the, <laughs> the last one that was. That people, was god fucking awful. I know people like always saying like, "Wow, they shit on it." Like it can't be that bad. No, it can be that bad, and just not again. Not similar to the original ones. The original ones were kind of bad. That they were good. The, that one was just bad. So I don't think they can fuck this up. Even if they just put out a good movie, like a solid kind of middle pack MCU movie, I don't think people should be that upset because it's going to be light years away from any other Fantastic Four that's showed up. But Oh, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully they don't mess up the casting. That's really all that matters. They already have a hell of a director, in, uh, John Watts, like you said, with the Spider-Man. So I don't think he can screw this up. Exactly. And, like, what's crazy is, like, you know, like, the fans are basically telling you who they want mm-hmm. to be casted. So, like, why wouldn't you? Unless, like it's maybe contracts or money and time, then, you know, those are understandable things. But then, like, with something like this, which we don't even have, like, a timetable for, you could try and work around their schedule, honestly. Like, try and make it fit. Because, obviously, I don't see why John Krasinski would fucking say no. He's fucking making... He's doing good right now with his Amazon show, but if you you tell him this dude from The Office could fucking get a Marvel movie and he's, like, the lead, he's gonna fucking come over that and people will go crazy. Um... And then, like, Emily Blunt, she's already in, like, Disney's, like, Good Graces. She's Mary Poppins. Yeah. So I've, I can't see why not unless there's, like, some issues going on with contracts or some crap like that. But yeah. I'm excited. And like you said, X-Men was something that they haven't announced. But that's definitely – they're going to wait to, like, tease it. Because maybe they're still trying to figure out because I know people will go crazy to see Hugh Jackman again. So maybe they would want to bring him back. But maybe at the same time, like – it's also time for a new Wolverine, so who knows what they're doing there and what direction they want to take. And it's also the most fresh thing in our minds because they just had that shitty movie that came out last year. Yeah. I didn't watch it still, but no, it was it was pretty bad. But uh, no, I, I could also it makes sense to definitely. I'm not saying they had to announce it. I'm just surprised like to announce Fantastic Four and not that. Give it all the time they want. They can it makes sense to just go through how they want to do this. Cause it's, it's very important. Cause, uh, Cause there's just so much behind the X-Men, but especially, and like you said, do you bring back Hugh Jackman, which if it's all up to him, I could completely understand if he doesn't want to do it again, the guy, especially after He's Logan, enough. He's after, done enough for it. How he ended with Logan was just absolutely perfect. So I can, mm-hmm. and then it's also tough it would make sense not to do Wolverine, but at the same time, you can't do Wolverine without, like, if you do the X-Men, you have to do Wolverine, and it's just also be tough to recast. Yeah, and then, like, with also Logan, he's not, 
and if I get a little nerdy in the comic book things, like if they want to, depending on how they go with X Men, he's not in the original X Men to begin with. So mm-hmm. maybe this would be something they could also will still wait to see because like the originals are like the ones from first class. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure, yeah. like for the most part. So then they'll probably do something like that again, and then maybe like Wolverine could then be like an end credit thing or something they'll bring in X Men Two or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, but that's like it's since it's so new, maybe they just want to be careful. I don't know. No, no, also, I, like, I completely understand that. But who knows what they're gonna go with there? And then uh, one of the other last things that we got, Black Panther two. They just told us, yeah, we're still doing it, coming out July twenty twenty two, and we're not recasting for Black Panther for. Uh, why am I forgetting his name right now? T'Challa. Chad- Chatter- T'Challa. There you go. They're not gonna recast it and. That's pretty good. I like that. You know, they're gonna. They say they're gonna focus on someone else that they've already had in the movie, which is nice. So, or maybe they're gonna like try and like share the spotlight between the other characters they've already brought in. So mm-hmm. that could be cool. Maybe they might even, if they want like a big name on the title, maybe they'll try and bring back Michael B. Jordan somehow because mm-hmm. they probably could. They'll probably line it up in some way. And you know what? I'm happy that they won't recast him for now. I feel like at maybe at some point, maybe not now, maybe not for this one. Maybe, I don't even know, maybe the next one, but maybe at some point, if they ever want to bring back the character of T'Challa or just the Black Panther mantle, because that's something that gets passed down. I wonder when they'll finally jump for that. I don't know if, maybe they won't. Maybe it's for a long time, they'll do respect. I still like that idea that I brought up from someone else's theory that, you know, having um, Denzel's kid be the next John David Washington. That could still be real cool, but who knows what they'll do in the future for that. But at the very least, you know, Black Panther 2 is still going on, and they're not going to recast him. So that's a respectable move on Disney and Marvel's part. No, uh, 100%. They, I, I'm on the belief I don't think they should probably ever recast him. It just, it, it, it's just very tough, especially even someone like John David Washington who's been just on such a rise lately. And stardom, it's putting so much pressure on someone because he is, no matter how much you you do or whatever, you're not going to live up to him. And it's also just, it's also just sad to just think like, because still how sudden everything went down. I don't think anyone would really feel right doing it, especially that this completely makes sense for the second one. They could do it in future Black Panthers, but I, I. Respect too, the decision, and it just it makes complete sense. And it, I mean, Wakanda is a phenom- fantastic place to just discover. And there's so, probably so many just like explore someone like Mbaku more. I yeah. feel like would be very interesting, and just all the characters that were involved in Black Panther that are still, you know, alive. Maybe somehow bring uh, Killmonger back, but. I think they could definitely make a very good MCU movie just exploring Wakanda and some threat happening, some villain. This could be a good way to bring the Fantastic Four some way because one of the original stories of how Doctor Doom came into the thing, it was through Black Panther. Like, there's like, I'm I'm pretty sure there's like a story that involves Doctor Doom and Wakanda and shit like that. So people are saying this would be cool to introduce him in there because he's such a really good fucking villain. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be interesting. And yeah, I don't know how many like times like they've replaced T'Challa himself, not as like, you know, like 
you know, we're getting a new T'Challa, just like a different like character to be Black Panther. So that's something I want to look into. But maybe that's something they'll dig into in a future time. But just a respectable move by Disney, especially not to do it this soon. And who knows what they'll do with the Black Panther character themselves. But at least I would like to see also how they're going to explain, like, T'Challa not being around. Will they kill yeah. him off? Will he have disappeared in the time loops and shit that they've been dealing with? Um, hopefully, and no matter what they do, I feel like they'll, it'll be very respectable. I like that. I, I, we haven't mentioned this before, and I, I haven't talked about it, but now whenever you watch Black Panther on Disney+, Plus, the entire scene that you know typically is the Marvel logo is just only photos of Chadwick Boseman. So that's really cool. No, that, that's amazing. And I wouldn't be surprised if like, they did that with uh, like Black Widow or something, like still have that out because it's, you know, just give respect to the king that he was. King yeah, that he exactly. still is. Yeah. Um, and then I think that's pretty much everything. I saw that Guardians of the Galaxy. The I was going to mention that. that I was they're going to get the holiday special? Oh, that. And also that apparently it also came out that Guardians 3 is coming out uh, in 2023. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was like some report that came out today, which weird that it wasn't also announced with all the other shit that was happening. Yeah, because they're already like in the mix of like filming or whatever the hell. So, and that's why we're getting the holiday special. Does that mean we're not getting the holiday special now? I'm pretty sure. Does that mean we're getting it like next holiday? I think next year. But uh, um, I feel like by now they would have released it, if anything. Yeah, so I think next year, and I mean it's just it's awesome that of course there's gonna be a volume three, but. It just sucks that it's going to be two years. And also, yeah. I checked, like, it's going to be six years after the second one came out. And, it just you know, it's going to be very good because, luckily, James Gunn is back. And, again, like we keep saying with a lot of things, he's, ki- he's killed it two times. He'll probably do a great job again in the third one. Again, just can't wait to watch it. Oh, yeah, easily. Especially if, so much. if Thor is involved somehow, which sounds like he probably will be. And we might see part of them in Thor Love and Thunder. Because that's, it sounds like that's going to happen. have to explain that because he'll, I don't know if it's happening at the same time or happening in a different moment or some shit, but they'll probably have to explain it because last time we saw him, he was going off in the ship. So As Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. So, um, all right, let's see what we got here. Um, and now TV shows. I feel like we've been talking about this for so long, but Marvel and Star Disney just went fucking off. Like, there's so much to go off on. Um, TV shows themselves. Um, oh shit, where my notes go? There you go. Um, Miss Marvel, which we already mentioned up earlier. It's, it's kind of we could go a little quick on this one. Not nothing too crazy went off in a lot of this, but it's basically a tie-in to the follow-up of Captain Marvel two. So this is going to follow after Captain Marvel two, apparently. Don't know much about the character. Uh, She's a new character. She so, just came out in the last decade, at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's very stretchy for some reason. I don't really know what she does. <laughs> That's a real weird way <laughs> it to say it. Very but weird, right? she, she, but she, I, the most I've seen of her is uh, I played her in Lego st- in the Lego game. And she she, she, got, she could get real big and real small, and she has she could have I don't know fuck it. She looks like honestly like female Mister Fantastic, which I'm very confused by. I don't know too much yeah. about her, but. It's cool. I don't know why she's called Miss Marvel. I would love for them to explain that. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is weird to, because technically Captain Marvel is also Miss Marvel, 
because I don't yeah. think there's a mis- Mr. Marvel. <laughs> Not yet. Hey. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, that's the thing. That's cool. Um, She-Hulk is something we already know, but the biggest thing that came out of that one is Tim Roth is coming back, who played Abomination from The Incredible Hulk. And this is funny because it's like 12 years fucking later, so <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? I saw Mr. Sunday Movies there saying maybe like she'll be like defending him in a court trial because She-Hulk is a lawyer. And then, you know, Mark Ruffalo is signed on to this, so he'll be popping up. Maybe they bring Daredevil into this, too, because it involves, you know, law and shit. And since Mark is it going to be, what is it called, like, Smart Hulk from Endgame? Is he going to be still around? Because it's it's funny, and, like, I enjoy it, but at the same time, also creepy. Yeah, a lot of people, like, were mixed about it. I just, I I like my Hulk when he's fucking going crazy, honestly. Um, and maybe we'll get Red Hulk in here too. Just I like it that we could finally get like some expansion on the Hulk character, hopefully, mm-hmm. because like sure we got like Ragnarok, which we got some more Hulk in there, and obviously all of the Avengers, but we haven't really seen anything done big with the Hulk since the Incredible Hulk. So this is I'm excited about this probably the most when it comes to the shows and stuff, even some of the movies, just because they haven't done enough with the Hulk character really in a long time. Um, no, you're we, got right. this, we got the Secret Invasion show, which is going to happen. It's apparently going to have Sam Jackson, Sam Jackson, and uh, Ben Mandelson. I don't really know how to pronounce uh, his name. Ben Mendelson, I believe. Mendelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that looks like that looks right. <laughs> um, and it was interesting because I, I read the comic on that one. That was a really good comic. It's basically like the scroll they basically just invade human life and their people their their superheroes and shit like that um this will basically go off of like captain marvel and all the shit that we saw and you know we already know from spider-man 2 that um, that far from home that or yeah far from home that these guys were already invading and sam jackson already had one of them fucking play him so i don't know i don't know what else they're gonna do here probably won't follow as the comics do but this will be interesting to say no, uh, I have to say, with Captain Marvel, the two best parts were uh, Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn's character, uh, Talos. He was very good. And honestly, Ben Mendelsohn's just a very good actor. Uh, I I think this is going to be something that people are really going to enjoy because it's kind of like it doesn't have the same like as... I don't know the cap, the Captain, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or like the Loki one, but as big, but it's gonna be very good. I feel. Yeah. Um, we got a, just a more look at the What If series. Nothing crazy to talk about in there. Besides, I just thought about this because it was brought up in one of the videos I watched. This will be the last appearance of Chadwick Boseman in the MCU because he's mm-hmm. playing. It's the replacement of, like, what if he actually becomes Star-Lord? Mm-hmm. So, this will be cool to see. Already, like, we're going to see, we're going to hear him, we're not going to see him. But, um, th- this whole series in general, it's going to be kind of cool just to see, like, ah, different stories. Like, you know, Peggy Carter, she becomes Captain America, and they explain that. So, that'll be just a very interesting thing to see, you know? No, I like how they kind of... Like I was saying before with Star Wars, they're just doing something extremely different and it's going to be enjoyable. Uh, it's just like, what if? And they're 
it's very intriguing concept. I I think the Star the Star Lord, if T'Challa Star Lord, that's gonna be pretty cool just to see. And of course, it being his, uh, Chadwick Boseman's last appearance as him, it's gonna be sad, but also, you know, happy at the same time just to honor him. Man, really good. <laughs> um. Ironheart is the thing they announce, which is, you know, when I saw Tom for the first time the other day, he was like, I told you, I told you it was happening. <laughs> um, not much was told to us besides, you know, Dominic Thorne, Dominique Thorne is her name, is she's going to be Ironheart. I haven't really heard of her from anything. Didn't even bother to look it up anyway. <laughs> um, and they basically said it's uh, the most advanced armor since Iron Man's armor. So... I'll be good. And Suck fuck it, you, Iron Tony Man. Stark. Yeah, <laughs> go fuck yourself. I bet this girl won't lose her armor and get it fucked up all over the place, mm-hmm. and people fuck her over on her creations. I'm interested in that. And then to kind of tie in, they also have this thing called Armor Wars, which is where you know, kind of like Iron Man's biggest thing that he never wanted to happen was get his armor taken and used against him, and you know, go into the wrong hands. And this is happening. This is based off of kind of like this was like a little thing they had in the comics. Don Cheadle's going to be in here, so that'll be cool. Maybe he'll be the lead, so that'll be nice to see him get his own stuff, uh, especially after he got fucked over by Tony Stark. People, and, people know, do not mention that enough. Tony, you know, you just give it him wasn't the oldest it, armor you got. <laughs> it wasn't Vision that paralyzed Rhodey. It was Tony Stark. Tony, by just never giving him yeah. a set of armor, that could have probably prevented that shit. Because mm-hmm. look at all the crap that's happened to Iron Man, and then fucking boom, you know, Don Cheadle gets fucked up that one time, and then you know he just paralyzed you know fuck tony stark not but, saying um, tony stark's racist but i'm also not not saying it <laughs> but i he's can't gonna wait be till in here. i so hope tom's listening he's gonna be so human right now oh my god i should i should directly when i upload this onto youtube send him the link so he'll yeah. know all this stuff and hear our takes and then he'll get so mad yeah. he'll get to see the look on our faces too um but yeah we get don Cheadle in here hopefully he's the main uh lead We'll probably get a Pepper Potts in here, too. And um, also, we know um, Ironheart, she'll be in here, too, because it makes sense, obviously. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm excited for that. That looks like it could be cool, just, you know, different armor Iron Man shit. I'm just happy uh, Don Don Cheeto, Rhodey, is going to be involved in something. He's happy he has a job. (laughs) Yeah, kind of like, because it's kind of fucked up, but he's really only in things that Iron Man's in. Yeah. So, maybe if you take away Iron Man, what else is he? Gonna yeah, do? exactly. Build more of a character for him, and Don Cheadle, like so many people we've mentioned before, great actor. So he can definitely do a hell of a job if yeah. given the right. Just given more opportunity. Um. So yeah, cool. And then we got the I Am Groot short. We know that's the thing they're gonna have some shorts of I Am Groot of Groot. So cool. Probably Vin Diesel doesn't have to record anything for this. They probably have so much, like, like you know, voice audio of him. So nah, that, he probably doesn't have to do anything and still gets a payday. You he know? probably incorporated some of his music into these as well. Oh, my God. If he, if he gets to make the theme song even better. So. And then we find a way to get him to do our theme song for Project <laughs> K-Fape. And then we still also get the Pitbull version as well. Yeah, then so we get we, them we to kn- collab on a remix of each other's. And eventually get like the rock to end the episode, and give us bottles by of Terramont. Che- by che- of course, cheering Terramont somehow. <laughs> but holy crap! All right, that was basically all of 
the Marvel shit. So we did the Star Wars shit. That was the end of the Marvel shit. Holy fuck. Like, I just remember sitting... I was, like, on a bus when all this shit was coming in. I'm seeing it pop up on my phone. I'm like, wow, if I could come now, I would, but I'm on a bus. Like... This I was on a bus an and amazing... I came when I saw all this. <laughs> this is going to be the, it's, we're going to be so happy for this. And hopefully there's never a time where, you know, well, actually it's kind of been like now, you know, we, we were very short on the amount of like cool, like Marvel, Star Wars things. The most we got out of this year was the Mandalorian. And mm-hmm. that was good enough for me. And this was the biggest drought we've ever had in terms of like movies and comics and shit like that in that genre so we're gonna be very lucky in the next couple of years and hopefully we're continue to be that lucky and never have a drought again but it's also good for a refresher Mm -hmm. i will say you know a little pause i just want to mention actually the one thing i was pretty i think the most excited about that we didn't touch on the loki trailer oh i didn't Uh, even get to watch that yet that highly recommend that's that's gonna be the big like I'm calling the shot. That's going to be the best Marvel thing that's going to be released in all of us. Pro- Possibly also the be. best thing, including the Star Wars. It looks like Tom Hilson's going fucking off on it. Very, very excited for that. I hope this isn't like just a limited time series. I hope it's like a, something we'll get like another season of Worf. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I haven't already seen it already, but the hype I've had for it going into it, I'm just excited to see what else we'll get from it. Um. Okay, wow. We've been we've done a lot on that talking. Yeah. I feel like all right, we got to we we normally have our other two segments left. We could still do the two segments, but I'm going to leave what do you want to do? You did you also did you get your facts for if I, you I I do ha- I do have facts. I do and have we, facts. we can we can we do can, it we can, quick. We can do it. I only have quit. one of the Florida man, so like we can do this quick, I feel. Well, we'll get it quick and then we get to wrap up the show on the Mando episode and we were thinking we were saying earlier, man, though might not be too long of a conversation because yeah. it was a it was a quick and two to point episode, and the next one will be the best. Yeah. And it will go crazy. So, all right, if you don't know now, you know. Name by Finn, our segment where we just name some cool facts that we found and um, talk about them. So, let's uh, let's see what you got, Finn. You go on with your number one. All right. Uh, so we talked a lot about Star Wars in this episode. We're gonna talk a little bit more after. Here's a Star Wars fact. Kind of also ties in, I think, with something that we mentioned. Uh, During his early years on Tatooine, overlooking Luke, Obi-Wan would visit the grave of Shmi Skywalker, Anakin's mother, and he would apologize to her for losing Anakin to the dark side. Which I feel like they might address in the Obi-Wan series. I could see like a scene of that, maybe him going to her grave or something and just, huh. I don't know. Oh, I, 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 I don't know. I think this is true. It came from Star Wars <laughs> Twitter account. Also again, like stuff that it I sounds said. like something I've heard about. It just sounds right. And even if it, if it's wrong, why would someone lie about this? It's just, like I mean, this it makes sense too because like this is his greatest failure. He fucking mm-hmm. went into exile afterwards, pretty much. Like he just was so hurt by what happened, and this was his his apprentice. Yeah, you you never want the person you basically like, you know, your big your little. He's basically his baby brother, his child in a way, and like you know his adopted kid, his adopted brother, to go through this shit. You know, like it was already rough on him that he had to see his. His man, his boy, Qui Qui John. Oh crap! I just pronounced it wrong. But 
Yeah, but, like, you know, he fucking died. He got to watch that. And then, you know, that was rough on him. Now to see his own apprentice die. And, you know, everyone's dying around him. Yeah. So that's pretty fucked up. And now now he has to, you know, he goes apologize to her. That's pretty That's pretty sad. And it sounds like they're going to mention also in Obi-Wan this probably, like, he definitely blames himself for this. And, you know, that's going to be that's gonna be sad to, like, see. Because, you know, Ewan McGregor is going to make it, like, heart-wrenching and everything, how much he probably is... Upset. <laughs> great, great guy. Great, great Lumiere in the live action Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> well, not on a sad note. Um, this is uh, from Movie Facts on Instagram. It's uh, several minor traffic accidents occurred when Will Ferrell walked through the Lincoln Tunnel in his costume during the filming of Elf in 2003. Because people were very surprised and distracted from his driving to see a guy in an Elf outfit. So. <laughs> Yes, a little heard, fact and Christmas related. Yeah, I heard he caused quite a stir when people would see him just in an elf outfit. And honestly, if you saw that nowadays, you would think it would be like part of like he's doing a skit of some kind somewhere, but just filming a movie and, you know, fucking classic as well. I think it's funny, though, because this was filmed in New York City and New York City motherfuckers don't bat an eye for shit yeah. half the time. So to think that people are getting like into car accidents watching the dude in a fucking elf costume is kind of funny to me. Because, <laughs> like, you know, shit happens all the time. You see a homeless man on the fucking stairs and you just walk right over him, mm-hmm. you know? So <laughs> interesting that this got people distracted. But cool. Uh, I'm going to stay with kind of a space-type theme for my next uh, fact. Uh did you know that a day on Venus is actually longer than a year on Venus? A day on Venus so, is longer than a year. So huh? apparently it takes take shorter to uh, – so apparently it's 243 Earth days to spin around just once, to, uh, 243, so that's a day. But to go – it takes 200. 25 Earth days for Venus to go all the way around the sun. So a year. So it's, a you know, about 20 days more in a day, technically, than a year in Venus. It's very confusing, but also just quite thought-provoking. Yeah, for, for sure. It makes me just think about, you know, when... I don't think it'll happen in our lifetime, or maybe, maybe if we're, like, old as shit and decrepit, but, like... <laughs> When are we ever going to be able to be like, yo, like, I was hanging out getting a drink on Mars, you know? I was just chilling on Venus, you know, saying hi to my boys, you know? I feel like it might not happen in our lifetime, and who knows? Maybe the world will be, like, destroyed by then, too, because the world will destroy our planet. Good good chance. But, oh, interesting. Huh. I've heard something similar along that effect, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, like, there's a lot of weird shit in all these other planets on, like, how time works and shit. You know, time, we, we made it up anyway, yeah. so. Time, time is, time is just a construct. No one. Yeah. Who controls the time? <laughs> the government, oh. that's who controls it. They're making, they're making the water, you know, oh, turn the, oh, the frogs gay. <laughs> you said One of the biggest things Alex Jones has ever said. One of the most truth he's ever Definitely. said. You know what would be cool for an episode just reacting, or just for a YouTube video or anything, just reacting to Alex Jones clips. That would be fucking fun. <laughs> I think it'd be um, quite something. Yeah. Um, my fact. So uh, there are 10,000 Coca-Cola branded drinks are consumed every second, apparently. This is from Grub Facts, similar to like uh, uh, movie facts. And this they got this from 
globalrural.com. Um, Coca-Cola also claims 96% of the world's population recognized, like, uh, like 96 of the world's population can recognize the Coca-Cola logo, essentially. Uh, so, that's crazy, but it, I can easily think that, like, it, Coke is universal. Not, and not look just, at the lineup. They got Coke, they got Sprite, they got Fanta. Somebody has to be drinking that mm, every second. It makes yeah. sense. It makes, you know, uh, by association, also Powerade. You know, yeah. everyone. There's so many different cocoa products that, yeah, it makes sense and is still also kind of unbelievable. Yeah, fucking like ten thousand a fucking day. Like, I mean, a second, even ten thousand a second. That's wild. Like, just how much bank is in Coca-Cola? I mean, fuck. But also, that's really bad also for, you know, us as people. We should yeah. be, I want to know what's the percentage of people, how much, like, you know, water is consumed every fucking second. Probably not as Probably much. Probably not. <laughs> but that's mine. Mm. That's my second fact. Uh, so, my last fact, uh, I think you'll definitely uh, enjoy this, and also some of the other listeners, the wrestler listeners that are watching. Oh, uh, shit, you have in, a wrestling. I have a wrestling. It's kind of, it's wrestling related, but. In, of course, the movie, The Other Guys, great classic comedy. The Road Dog and Billy Gunn have a brief cameo in it. Really? So, we just watched this this I know, year. It's, huh. it's, it's a very blink and you'll miss it thing. It's not real. It's they're in the background. So in the Knicks game that they go to, they're like two rows behind Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. So like I have a picture right now when they like get up, when Will Ferrell and him get up. You can kind of see them, like in the background. Ah, was this like a? Because this was a real game. It was a real right? game, yeah. Oh, so maybe they were just there. They you were know? just, or there's maybe the Rock invited them because he was part That'd of the. He was part of the crew. Maybe he was like, get my boys involved. Ah, oh, interesting. Wow, I never knew that. That's cool. I gotta like look that up again. Yeah, I was watching oh. a a video on YouTube and they were just saying random. Uh, wrestling cameos in movies and i never heard that and it was quite interesting i think i saw this youtube video you're talking about because they probably talked about candace michelle and dodgeball right yes i was actually that was also a thing i was thinking of because it was like wow i didn't know that was her yeah that was that was one thing i saw like i mm -hmm. found that a couple years ago um turns out my last fact is also wrestling related oh, there we go so um 19 years ago well, today is now December 14th when the episode comes out, but on December 13th, 19 years ago, was the infamous, the most, one of the best scenes ever, was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Booker T in a grocery store. Uh. So that was 19 years ago, and apparently the estimated damage that they put into this California grocery store, because this was all real, it was one take and shit like that, um, the, the grocery store still kept pushing until about 2013, they no longer exist. But it was about ten thousand to almost fifteen thousand dollars worth of fucking damage that they caused in there, with the amount of shit that they fucked up. Whether it was like the fucking freezers, the milk, the fucking food, one of probably the best things wrestling has ever created. Because that you could still fucking watch that and like fucking die watching. Nah, that's though the, those are the moments that make that separate wrestling and make it the entertain the great entertainment that it is. The, what is it? <laughs> price check on jackass that's that's a great line yeah like 
it was just it's so funny to watch like if like if no one's seen it before like you don't even have to be a wrestling fan like people should fucking watch it it's it's just funny uh, it's just the i i just keep thinking of just pictures in my head like the just iconic of just you just hear the beer can open up and poker t pretty much shitting himself yeah. <laughs> and it's like oh fuck <laughs> And, then, and there's apparently more of this too, like because what's funny is they never ended up having like an actual match at a pay per view, but there's like other shits that went down too. Because there's like there's a bingo I, hall, I, I think the bingo hall, one, yeah, like because like Booker T's playing bingo for some fucking reason, <laughs> yeah. and then Stone Cold starts reading the numbers, like oh shit, and he says <laughs> run. I think there might have been also a church segment too. Oh god, I'm pretty sure, but they had just a weird fucking feud going on and. It was fucking funny. It just was gold and just proves, like, you know, wrestling is fucking great. And Stone Cold can go through anything, you know. It's, not, it's honestly it's Stone Cold. Just he, He's just great. That's what it is. He's he makes it. And, you know, Booker T just taking it like a fucking champ, pretty much. Also yeah, made it great. fucking beat. <laughs> um, but, yeah, all right, cool. So that's... If you don't know, now you know. Now for our next segment, before we touch into The Mandalorian, Episode 7. Day in Florida, uh, well, only in Florida is the name of it. Another segment that Finn helped create. And this is where we talk about, we pick a date. Mostly the date that we do this show on, or the date it releases, or a date that just works, you know, in the time frame. And we just put in the word Florida Man and see what interesting shit goes down in Florida. I did December 13th, that's the time around that we filmed the episode. And uh, you did December 15th, because yeah. December 14th was a little weird. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, people wouldn't enjoy the Florida Man. It was, it was too much. Uh. So, I'll go with mine since the, it's December 13th, a day for, beforehand, uh, two days beforehand. I have two. So, my first one is Florida Man who ran naked through an airport screaming about a bomb sentenced to probation. So, dude, screaming around the airport, the dude was 27, and um, he was ordered to pay restitutions after the airline was affected with evacuations and just fucked everything up. Um, and he was, claiming, he was screaming and saying there was a bomb there, and he was sentenced to 10 years in probation. Uh, just why? I mean, that, I feel like that happens a lot, probably not just in America, throughout the world, that people scream like bomb, like just psychos, whatever. But it's just a very Florida man way of doing about it by just being naked at the same time. That's very Florida esque, and very. it's again the, these just they're it's a quintessential one, just a perfect example. Uh, that this is like a prototypical Florida man if they created them in a lab. This it just would. makes sense, yeah. This is like if God had to create like you know the perfect Florida man that would fit into there. And you know what? This one also kind of fits into this one, too. So, man tries to escape police by jumping headfirst through window. A Florida man accused of battery against his pregnant girlfriend, which is very fucked up, um, tried to evade capture by wrapping himself in a blanket and jumping out of a closed window as police were preparing to arrest him. Just the fact that the man wrapped himself in a blanket and thought, you know what, boom, smart. Very smart, I have to say. Got to give it to him. That's he's a very smart piece of shit. If it's true that he was assaulting his pregnant girlfriend, fuck off, guy. But also very smart to 
not get shards of glass stuck or po- possibly just kill you, get killed for just a shard glass to do kind of similar to what people would do in a fire. Just put a blanket over it. But <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you had, it depends on the type of blanket. If you got a regular sheet, that shit's going through you regardless, yeah. most, most likely. But if it was maybe like a quilt or some shit, all right, then th- that makes a little bit more sense. I I don't know if it makes more sense than opening up the window. But hey, <laughs> I mean, know. He, he, just going he through a plan a, and he tried going through a door. You know, like I know sounds crazy in Florida, especially. Just I don't I don't know if there's enough doors that exist in Florida. Probably. You know, most people. I feel like there's a lot of people in Florida that got the beads. I was just about. To, I I knew you were gonna say beads and. Yeah, that sounds about uh, just <laughs> yes. It makes sense. Yeah, uh, but that's that's mine. That's mine. What do you got? So mine is December fifth, fifteenth. So technically tomorrow. But a uh, Florida man robs gas station while wearing drawn-on goatee. So <laughs> I will. I'll put up the picture of this man. He looks absolutely preposterous. This is the guy that he tried to oh rob like this. Oh, my God. And I, I I don't know if this is just his look in general, but also has glasses and a bandana on. So just and also the worst part is he didn't he doesn't it looks like he's bald, but he didn't connect it at least to his hair to kind of look convincing. Kind of like when I did that with Dick in a Box, at least connected. It was a fake beard but <laughs> this man just looks like it was literally just this this is his beard kind of it's not even a goatee it's too much for a goatee he kind of looks like a shitty gta 4 character <laughs> he also you ever seen it's you've seen that meme of the uh the uh, black stripper dancing with the red bandana yes yes he, he kind of looks like he was going for that but he's like you know facial hair version no uh that also like I didn't read too much in the article, but like this guy was also just so like to do something. And also he did that to kind of be disguised. They also saw his car and like, it was the worst robbery attempt I think in the history because he was noticed immediately, not just the fucking drawn on goatee, but his car was parked right in front and they saw him get in his car. He's like, I don't even think he robbed anything. He was just attempted and still got, he had to have been caught. saw his license plate and all that shit. <laughs> so the guy, this, we went from that guy who, smart, jumping out of a window in the blanket to a real dumbass. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but, alright, well, that is only in Florida. Mm-hmm. And, at the very least, all you can say is only in Florida. Fucking Florida. Fuck yeah. <laughs> now, the last piece of the puzzle on today's episode... Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 7, Chapter 16? 15? 15. 15, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say The Believer. 15. I know it's called The Believer. Mm-hmm. Belie- uh, I believe it is. Sense? Chapter 15. I will double check right now. Yes, The Believer, Chapter 15. All right, there you go. Overall... As I always say, really good episode. First episode of Val Grogu, motherfucker Baby Yoda yeah. wasn't there. Kind of sad that he wasn't there. Maybe we'll note it that that's probably the only problem with the episode, I'd mm-hmm. say. No Baby Yoda, but 
I think you know what, Bill Burr Mayfield he made up for uh, from he made up for not having a baby Yoda because we he did his part Mayfield, he mm. definitely did. No, I like yes, there was no Grogu, but as much as like that pains me and to see that cute motherfucker always brings <laughs> joy in my heart even when he's in a terrible situation like he was last episode. Uh, it just shows how just good this show is that without its probably main attraction not being involved in the episode at all it's still very enjoyable and every uh, episode I say this I feel or just believe it such great action that's what that's what just makes this show really what is like the whole you know the acting isn't like amazing it's not Game of Thrones level or everything it's good but it's not anything special it's not very like thought provoking like other series or whatever. It's very straight to the point, but the action just sets it apart from everything. Whether it's just hand to hand combat or when they, you know, just do uh, fighter stuff in the sky, it, I I can't get enough of it. Oh yeah, and like I will say, like yeah, the acting and stuff like that. It's not Game of Thrones by any means, but. The acting we got from Bill Burr, you mm-hmm. know, definitely was, like, Academy Award winning or, well, I guess, you know, for just unexpected. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we got him in, you know, um, episode five of the first season. And he was just, you know, I, he's what I expected Bill Burr to be, you know, a little witty and just, like, an asshole. Mm-hmm. And in this one, he just, like, you could, there was a lot more into it. That whole scene in the, um, in the transport um, cargo and that whole thing there, like where he's talking to Mando and explaining how, like, you know, the just the idea of the Empire and the New Republic, and you know, he's proud of Mando for keeping his ways, and then just sitting down and talking to the, the fucker um, from the ISP. That was just very interesting, and like, you could, like, he was tearing up a bit. It was like pretty good for a fucking comedian that, you know, they just randomly threw him in here, and the motherfucker even said he doesn't really like Star Wars, didn't even care to come back. And they brought him back, and he fucking killed it. This was, like, I was, I thought he was okay in the first season. It was, like, just a nice part to have. I'm like, all right, cool. He's a notable guy. And this time, I was like, I really grew, he really grew on me, and I hope to see him again. No, that's without a doubt. And I feel, especially with the positive reaction that's happening in both episodes he's been a part of, he's going to be involved some way, somehow again. But, and it's just funny, like, Last season, the the episode five that you mentioned, that's like everyone's, that's the Bill Bear episode. That no, this one was the Bill Bear episode because he fucking, this was really about him, and just you can see what he like his feelings and all the stuff that's happened to him. How he was Empire, but you can see how much he fucking hates them, yeah, and of course like throughout the episode, like what happens and everything, it's you can see just the horrors that he's gone through is what's made him kind of like how he was like a dick and whatever to Mando in the first and like fucked him over. But you can see that's where he just, he's doing this to survive because the empire pretty much like broke him. Yeah. Kill, sounds like they, all of his friends of like that. He have killed and his friends died in the process and they were like, Oh, you know, it's just a part of, yeah. part of what we do. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, but yes. there's some cool shit in this episode. Like, 
when we do get to see Bill Burr Mayfield in this episode, it's kind of cool that you see above him in that junkyard he's kind of working in for the prison and whatnot. It's like the same type of um, vessel that they invaded in that episode. So that was kind of cool. It's like a little visual thing, you know, very just like, oh, look at where he was just at. Now look at him now in the fucking prison. Mm -hmm. That was cool. And I like that the title of this show is called The Believer, because most people, like, they're saying, like, oh, The Believer is probably, like, Bill Burr, you know, because he went from, you know, like, like, there's a certain way, like, people say that it's Bill Burr and maybe also Mando, because, like, look at them, they went from, like, you know, Bill Burr thought the Empire was cool and shit like that, and then next thing you know, he finally changes his ways, because, like, he sits down with the guy. And he's, like, just talking about all the horrible shit he did. And then he's like, yeah, you know, it was what we had to do. It's normal shit. It happens. You know, fuck them. They died for a cause. And then he fucking murders the dude. And then, like, also, like, you know, Mando, looking at him and all his beliefs and shit like that. And he ends up changing his beliefs to do something for the greater good. So we get to finally fucking see Pedro Pasquales. That's who he really is. He gets the fucking helmet off and we see him because he's like, I love this kid so much. I'm going to go behind what I believed. And you know what? Fuck it. I take this helmet off and I'm going to go save this kid because this is what has to happen. And then I feel like it's also because Bill Burr was giving him, was, you know, making some good points to him. Like, cause he put on like a stormtrooper outfit and everything, but it's like, I thought you're not allowed to put on, you you can't take off the Mando uniform, but is it that you can't take that off or you just can't take off a helmet or whatever. And he's just like, probably in the, his like, yeah, he's making a lot of fucking sense. Yeah. I guess I should. I, there's no reason that I should just show my face, right? But he's like, nah, I'm still going to keep the helmet on until. And then also, I like when he is the stormtrooper and tries to do the face scan. He doesn't take the face. Like Bill Bear says, you need a face scan. And he still tries to do it without a, hel- with a helmet on. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Mando? You need to take that. <laughs> like, just take, take the helmet off and, like, does it. And you can also just see the man, he's awkward as fuck without the helmet. <laughs> Because, I mean, it makes <laughs> he sense. He doesn't know what to do. He is not used to it. It's like, he feels naked. It's like his dick is hanging out. Pretty basically. much. That's the like, basic equivalent of what's going on right there. Your dick's hanging out. You, you know, you, gotta, you, you don't know social cues and everything when, you don't, when you're not face-to-face, like, contact with people. And, like, you, I guess in his head, he's just always thinking, like, this is, this is so wrong. This is, like, naughty or whatever. Like, uh, being naughty. <laughs> like, somehow someone's going to, some Mandalorian's going to come in, like, why the fuck don't you have your helmet on? And just fucking kill him or something. He just had a permanent, like, kind of awkward, but also petrified look on his face throughout that whole thing. And it was scary, but it's also, he's kind of, he's a little bit of a bitch without his helmet on. Yeah. I do like um, when they go into the different armor, the different uniform, and Bill Burr's like, yo, this shit fucking stinks, man. (laughs) This guy was sweaty. And it's like, it makes so much sense because, like, dudes, like, you know, in a lot of things, like in movies and in shows, motherfuckers, like, sometimes wear the other person's clothes or some shit, but they never be like, yo, like, this dude stinks. Like, why the fuck am I wearing this shit? I like how real that was. Mm -hmm. That was, like, a very real thing, like... If I was wearing some other person's armor, I'd be like, hell, this dude definitely didn't wipe his ass before he put these hands on. <laughs> but that, was, that also just feels like that was definitely a Bill Burr kind of like ad lib thing. Like, oh, because it's, it's just, that's just so Bill Burr to say something like that. Uh, Talk like, about ad lib. Oh, wait, finish your thought. Uh, uh, I'm just, no, no, you can go ahead. I can't really. That was pretty much all I had. 
one thing that I thought was pretty ad lib that people were saying because Bill Burr, you know, when they uh, when Mando's when having that conversation with that Imperial Guard or whatever you want to call him, um, you know, he clearly doesn't know his TK number and he's fucking confused as shit like that. And uh, Bill Burr comes in to save him. You know, he's like, yo, he's fucking deaf, basically. He's hard of yeah. hearing because of, of that battle that happened at Tanab. Which, actually, Tanab is also something that Lando actually mentions in Return of the Jedi. Because mm. he's like, oh, you remember that cool move I did at Tanab? Um, but the part that he might have ad-libbed was when he's trying to get them out of there. And Bill Burr's like, oh, come on, we gotta go fill out that TPS report that uh, you forgot. And that's from Office Space, you know, because that dude, he's always, oh, you didn't, you didn't do that TPS yeah. report correctly. So that might have been like Bill Burr ad lib, because that has nothing to do with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that could, or just like, just a fun, like a, whoever was writing it just wanted to put in a nice Office Space uh, kind of Easter egg. Just, just cool. And like, there was, you've mentioned before, like just Bill Burr acting the entire especially just the whole face face with the guy uh was it fallon hess just yep, the tension and everything hess. you can just feel like cut it with a fucking knife how palpable it was and it was getting real also like we kind of i i saw this i don't know if you've seen uh king of Staten island yet Not kind yet. that you could see that bill bear is a pretty good fucking actor for just uh kind of like a, an asshole comedian he he know he he can do his shit really well. I saw that, and then this just proved it even more. He, he might, he's probably going to get more like legit acting roles, not just you know be a typical like Bill Burr, like just kind of Boston type guy, just a funny man. He can do some serious shit, and I got mad props for him. Bill Burr, he's uh, isn't he Nick's brother or like, isn't he a fiance or somebody he's like Nick's, that? In, uh, I was New thinking Girl? that too. He's Nick's cousin in New Girl. Cousin, yeah. Because when you said Boston thing, I'm like, oh, it reminded me of his yeah, role that's... in New Girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's cool is um, Hess. Um, he's actually been in some things we've seen. So oh, he's yeah. Joe Chill in Batman Begins, and Joe Chill's the guy who kills Batman's uh, Bruce Wayne's parents. And he's also the Night King in season three and season four before he got replaced. So mm-hmm. kind of cool. And he was just a very good, like, fucking sinister dickhead. Like, not sinister, but, like, just so you could tell, like, just how crazy it is. This was, like, some theory from the guys from New Rockstar was saying, like, maybe he's the believer because, like, he's just so engulfed by the idea of the Empire and everything they're doing is correct and right and, like, no remorse behind the murders and the killings and destruction of everything like that. And he just believes heavily into, like, he drinks the fuck out of the Emperor, like the Empire's Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just very, very interesting, that character that they brought into there. And he's a part of the ISB, which is the Imperial Security Bureau, which apparently Moff Gideon was in the ISP and uh, the ISB. And these people are basically the cops within the empire but for like the empire themselves like they're the ones like they're the secret police of the empire seeking out the disloyal people within the units Mm -hmm. within the empire which makes sense why hess was like kind of like wondering what the fuck mando was doing when he was walking over there and he was like started questioning him and shit like that no uh you mentioned he had he has the perfect just empire type face just yeah. like a face that you can fucking hate. And it makes sense that he was the original Night King. He just had that face that you just want to fucking punch. Uh, that, you know, it, it was 
I, I'm just thinking that could make sense that he was the believer, but you know, uh, just this episode, I, I can't speak just so much of how good uh, Bill Bear was. And also it was just, it was also cool just to see uh, like the slave one inside of it. Cause it's just such a unique ship and like how oh, it yeah. operates. It, you could see all the stuff like when it's just turning around while it's in orbit. It's, it's a very, it's a very weird looking ship and also kind of a weird name too. Yeah. <laughs> kind of problematic name, but still like just, just little things in Star Wars that you like, we've never seen something like that. And it's also just tip of the cap to just major Star Wars fans just to see something like that, how cool it is. The little things they do is just, like, perfect. Like, for example, like, when they're trying to figure out who's going to go down there, um, like, to go, like, deal with this shit and try and figure out the coordinates to where Moff Gideon's at, they're like, oh, yeah, like, uh, he's like, oh, Boba, why don't you go down? He's like, ah, I don't know, they kind of, they might know my face. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought that was cool. That was a nice little, like, nod. And then, like, for example, like, um... Finnick, like, she doesn't want to go down because she's apparently wanted by the ISB, which we might... I haven't seen the trailer, but someone mentioned this, like, we might get an idea of it because she's in... Her character is in Bad Batch, and we see her, so yeah. she's probably doing some rebellion shit, so that might explain why she's wanted by the ISB. Um, so that was cool. That was just... There was just the little things that they do, like, for example, the end of the fucking episode where Mando is saying line for line, basically, everything yeah. to Moff Gideon that Moff Gideon said to him about fucking Grogu. Like, yeah. it's my motherfucker. Yeah, that... That scene was fucking like just Mando just putting his dick on the table and just saying fucking suck it, Moff Gideon. I'm gonna fucking yeah. like just telling him I'm gonna fucking get you. I'm getting my boy back, and you are fucked. And you can kind of see like Moff, Moff Gideon, Gideon looks so fucking shocked. He's <laughs> he, you could also see kind of like he's like oh fuck, but at the same time like yeah, come fucking at me, bro. I'm gonna come fucking take. Me, I'll, fuck I'll fuck you up, and I'm gonna take all. I'm You're the born. gangster, not you. <laughs> Pell's <laughs> Kitchen reference. Yeah. Um, yes, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm the gangster. <laughs> but Pedro Pasquales, he definitely had to watch Taken a couple of times before, and that was so Taken-like, like when he gets on the phone, like, I gotta set his fucking stuff, Yeah. Man. Like, that was, like, what the vibes I got. Like, he's, like, saying, yo, you know I'm coming for you, bro. Like, get ready. Like, you're gonna get your ass handed to you. Uh, that was great. It was also uh, it was cool to see the uh, in that hole when uh, Slave One like is trying to escape and the Tie Fighters come and you see that like seismic wave that it uh, yeah the seismic charge was char that was like I kind of I forgot that it was an Attack of the Clones but it when I watched uh, video to like do all the Easter eggs I'm like holy shit, that was it. I was like, that was so fucking sick how it pretty much just fucking exploded the entire thing and just sliced it in half. Per, and I liked how it was just, it goes quiet. Yeah. And, and fucks everything up. And I forgot that that was like something Django had until I saw the Easter egg thing. For the first, like the first thing I thought of, like I'm pretty sure that's something you use in Lego Star Wars. That was what came to my head. But... That was fucking dope, just to see that shit go crazy. Um, 
And you just you mentioned it too. I was like, kind of with the whole like stormtroopers maybe recognizing Boba. Like, I wonder how many like just stormtroopers are still clones. Like, I wonder I'm, that too. I was thinking that like, are all the clones just gone pretty much, or like, what's the deal? Like, how many are still like left? Yeah, I just I, I wonder because I also have a feeling like. The, the clones got to be better than some of these shitty stormtroopers they're just throwing out. Or maybe they are the clones, and they just fucking suck at this point. Well, some... for the first time ever, like, you saw when, like, they were dealing with the pirates and shit, and then, like, you see the stormtroopers and all them shit them come out to help them. Like, that was the first time we've ever seen some fucking good-ass aim come out of them. Yeah, that's... Look at that scene again. They were on point. They were actually fucking killing people, and now just pew, 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 <laughs> everywhere else, like... They actually got them, and, and they were actually hitting them. And I also found it, like, weird that, like, no one really was questioning Bill Burr without his helmet on. Because I just feel... Yeah, too. I feel like it's... You can't have your helmet off when you're a stormtrooper. The only thing we really have of that is when Finn has it off in the beginning of Force Awakens. Like, he gets... Yeah. Yelled at, but... And, and, and the SNL skit, too. Yeah, that's too. <laughs> but, like, it just... It doesn't see. It doesn't look right when you have a stormtrooper without a helmet on. Oh yeah, so I'm surprised that wasn't questioned. You know, so that's just a little like weird thing that they didn't do. But I do like, and this is like we kind of mentioned this before. The attention to detail that they have in this show and just in Star Wars in general wasn't it fucking cool in the pirate scene when they're fucking coming out. Mando's like trying to fight them, and that was come some cool shit. But you could tell Mando's getting fucking his ass beat for a good portion because mm-hmm. like he's trying to like fight like he's still wearing the best scar, but he's getting and he's getting his ass kicked because it's normal fucking armor. Also, that's. Also, just shows you how shitty stormtrooper armor is too. Yeah, like that was literally the first hit he takes. Half the fucking arm just like explodes, Shattered. and he's like, "Oh, good fucking Christ!" And still fucking just kicking ass. And again, it the like the best guard makes him look dope, but he still can just fucking take all. all also, those I don't know what those guys are even planning. Those pirates because they were just blowing shit up, like. They were butt pirates. They were, I don't know why they didn't try to steal that stuff while they were blowing it up. Maybe just to fucking kill them. Because apparently what's happening on that planet is like the thing that they're getting, and I can't pronounce it, so I'm not going to try to before Greg yeah. goes anal on me about it, but it's apparently like a type of explosive that they mm-hmm. use. Um, those pirates, yeah, they were fucking weird. I think that little kid fucking ratted them out. I think that little kid told them, yo, go get them. Like, he fucking did something. That he was the imposter. Yeah, he was definitely mad sus. <laughs> and one thing I liked, and I feel like they're foreshadowing it for next episode. You fucking saw how Mando was so fucking impressive with that spear. He fucking boom, yeah. murdered the dude. Like now we're gonna see him with the best car um, fucking spear next episode. So I'll be fired to see what he does. Oh, it's gonna be like talking a little bit predictions for next episode. It's gonna be a dark saber versus best car spear. It's like that's it's just setting up at that point. And then, now, now that we're talking about it, before we close the show, predictions. What do you think's happening next episode? Who do you think's coming? Are they coming or what? What do you think's happening? I who who's what's uh, the next episode going to be like? I think, I think it's going to be this like the same crew. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think Ahsoka is going to come back or anything. Maybe Bo Katan and the other. I don't think. So I, I, I would bet not. I think it's just going to be the Boba, Mando, Fennec Shan, and I guess uh, Cara Dune as well. 
they're just gonna go in and hopefully Carl Weathers too. <laughs> just just you know, maybe they just talk to him for a little bit. I need he's somebody make, to make he's a making stew. a stew, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel bad for people who don't understand that reference, but it's a great reference from Arrested Development. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my prediction, I think it would be pretty sick if this would happen. I know it's, it sounds fucked up, but if they don't get Grogu, if like they somehow... I, fail, I think that too. I think that would be the better option. Because then it's still like, if they get Grogu back, I just, it doesn't make sense for like Moff Gaines continue to be the big bad guy. Like if he still has Grogu, Oh, like this guy's going to be until he's dead. We're still going to be trying, like he needs to be the, just the bad guy throughout the series. I feel like he's just perfect. And I don't want him to be defeated yet. Cause I still want him to be around. And I, it just may, would make sense to end in like such a, like, uh, the lights kind of bar still one I was watching. They were saying like kind of like a Empire Strikes Back type of ending where like the good guys don't win. Like it would just make sense, kind of like fitting Star Wars wise that like something bad happens, but you know there's hope. That yeah, like of I, course I, I don't want like Grogu to die or anything. I just oh hell no. <laughs> if they don't get him back. And he's he's gonna be adorable next episode because we didn't get him for this last episode, so he's gonna be twice. He's gonna probably be throwing stormtroopers left and right. <laughs> or maybe by now he's joined the dark side. He's uh, gonna fuck damn, shit. Damn, that would. Whew, biggest heel turn a, since Hogan. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be a big cliffhanger if he turns like, no, I want to fucking stay here now. Yeah. Fuck you. You're not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, that makes sense. I, I also agree. I don't think that they're gonna get Grogu next episode. I think they're gonna be so fucking close, and Moff Gideon's gonna find a way to get out of there because, like, he has the fucking dark saber. Like, he's gonna find a way. The troopers he got with him fuck shit up. We don't know to the extent yet, but we know like they were they just easily sn- fucking sniped Baby Yoda and brought him up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder. I'm thinking we might maybe. The last, like, minute might be, like, the person who's coming to save Yoda, Baby Yoda, Grogu. Mm-hmm. They just come, like, late. They're like, ah, oh. they just they, get there. Like, like the, their guy, the guys are getting up off the floor, and they're like, all right, fuck, what are we going to do? And then the guy fucking comes. And I'm thinking maybe if it's – I don't think they're going to do Luke. I would like it to be. But if they are going to do something, maybe it would be cool if they do Mace Windu. Yeah. That would be cool. That's <laughs> my idea. Cool. Maybe also that fucker from uh, Jedi Fallen Order. The dude, I saw he, that. He or... could still easily be somebody. I don't really know what happens in that video game, but it's canon. So maybe. Or, of course, the guy know. Ezra, which seems like the most likely option. But I could see that like that's going to be like the ending is somehow like the Jedi makes himself known to Mando. and them. I also feel like if the whole group of like it's the group that was in last episode someone's gonna die i think that too i saw people say that and people said this and i kind of agree it could be boba if it's boba we riot because i think boba might the the man just kicked we finally saw him kick some ass it just i i think what would possibly make sense is maybe Cara Dune. Maybe they kill her too. Kill, like, just, like, 
because she obviously loves Grogu as well. And it would just, it'd be sad, but same time. Because, I mean, it's probably, like, if they're just the most, like, one that, like, sucks because she did do some great sniping. But, like, Fennec Shan, like, probably will die. But I just think it would be... She might, but they also brought her back, so I don't know. That, too. Like, it wouldn't make, like, they brought her back and then just kill her again. Like, that's very (laughs) fucked up. But I don't want not. Nah, Boba can't die. Nah. I we, hope not. We also just but... need to continue the like te- the Mandalorian tag team of Boba and Mando. And I also love that he calls him Fett. He's just like, yo, Fett. Yo. <laughs> Fett, I'm sending you the coordinates. <laughs> That's my boy, little Fett over there. How you doing? I also love, yo, we didn't even mention it. Boba came with the fucking clean armor. Oh. He painted that shit up nice. It had that matte finish to it. Mm-hmm. It looked fire. He looked, he looked like he looked like a dope-ass cosplayer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If they're going to do that to him, like they make him look fresh as fuck and then kill him next episode, that is, that is some sick fucking shit. Yeah. But he looked dope as He shit. did. I could, yeah, but Carl, Carl, Cara Dunes, I mean, makes sense, too. Um, I mean, hey, I mean, the episode was already aired before she already, like, because I'm pretty sure she's a very big Trump supporter, and also mm-hmm. I think she might be an anti-masker. I saw people trying to cancel her a couple weeks ago. Same. So, uh, if, if this episode was, like, shot recently, then maybe they would have killed her off, but who knows? I could also maybe see her getting killed off. Um... But yeah, I think someone definitely has to die. Yeah, it someone just, has to die. It makes sense. It would. It, it. You know, there needs to be a little bit like some. T- it could be like some type of sacrifice. I can see. I just the, I, the Ben Kenobi, the Obi Wan type shit, and then they've like vanished. Like, <laughs> I wasn't thinking exactly that. Like, but yeah, it would just. And I just feel like maybe Cara Dune would be the one to sacrifice herself for like. Grogu, because I mean, I'd do anything for that little fucking motherfucker. That guy, goddamn. Yeah. And I, the more and more I say it, I fucking love the name Grogu. I don't. People I mean, don't. It's, it's growing on to me. I still say Baby Yoda, but it's still it, growing. Dude. He's such. He'll a, always be Baby Yoda. Uh, he is Grogu's Baby Yoda, but he's name. just such a. He's such a Grogu. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> that that that's what also makes it fucking perfect. But, alright, shit. Well, let's see what we get for the next episode. We're going to try our best to get our boy Greg Dooney on the show. Hopefully. Well, we'll say he's one of the best episodes he's ever been yeah, on. <laughs> he'll definitely mention it next episode. So, well, with all that being said, thank you, Finn, once again, for being on the show. Of course. Action-packed episode. Uh, glad to be a part of it. Alright, that was episode 31. Holy crap, that was a pretty long one, not gonna lie. Didn't expect it to be over two hours, so hopefully if you made it to this point, give yourself a round of applause. Let me know if you made it to this far. You know, that would be cool. Tell me uh, tell me what you thought. Tell me what you think. If you think, honestly, in general, if you think there's anything we should be working on, please let us know. Very open to any type of feedback, because uh, I just appreciate it. You know, as someone who uh, edits the show works on what we're going to do on the show a lot of it is uh done on the back end by myself and on the front end you see when i do it with finn and quad a and other people so uh if you have any stuff for me that would be great just to help me in the the long-term effect on how to continue to create a solid podcast for all of you anywho that has been your episode 31 as always check us out on our social media pages at project underscore kfabe on tiktok coming soon uh but we do have it up already instagram and twitter 
Uh, we do have a Facebook page, not that important, but go check us out there. And if you ever want to see the version of us on YouTube where you can see our faces and if you think we're pretty or not, you can let us know there too on the comments section or on YouTube. It's uh, Project Kayfabe there. Overall, thank you all so much. Over a thousand plays, over 100 days of Project Kayfabe. Been beautiful. Thank you, everyone, so much. Peace out, all. See you on Wednesday for our wrestling episode.